Okay, we're on. We are live, baby. All right. So we're sitting here with uh, Zach Sr. We're not going to call him Zach Jr., just OG Zach, original like Zach. Yeah, yeah. Actually, wouldn't Sr. be the original Zach? Technically. Yeah. We're just going to call you Zach then. <laughs> and then uh, Ann Bree. Not my wife, Bree. My brother's. But seniors. Out here. Seniors. <laughs> Bree. Bree squared out here. First podcast, Bree. How you feeling? Nervous. Don't but be, excited. I'm good. Just us. Don't be nervous. Well, uh, happy to be back on the Whistlepick podcast. What we got to talk about this time? Ah, uh, dude, I don't, I don't. I mean, I don't really have much of an agenda to talk about. I just figured we'd bullshit. But I do have something that came up last night. I know Bree had messaged me. She had a couple things she wanted to talk about. Uh, dude, the super volcano is freaking me out, man. Haven't heard about it. Last week, well, what? Uh, Yellowstone, bro? The, the whole western half of the United States? <laughs> the fuck? I'm an old faithful? No, the, the old faithful is because of the yellow... Yeah. Bro. So this fucker blows like half the... Like there's like a 400, 500 mile blast radius. Not bro. our half though, right? Huh? Not us though, right? We're not in the blast radius. No, but we're covered in ash. We're fucked. We're still fucked. I don't know if we're fucked. Like to do this a planet under. Like the planet's fucked. If it happens. But here's the thing. Here, here's what's been freaking me out. Fear mongering. <laughs> here's what's been freaking me out, dude. It's like. So, <clears throat> looking back in time, if we trust our scientists, they say like every six to 800,000 years this thing blows. And it's been like it's over 600,000 years, right? So it's, it's in the time frame to go. I but, can also say that not one of them scientists was ever there when it blew. Safely, safely can say that. That's true, but I, I also, what freaks me out is like all these little tremors and shit, dude. Like there was one in Oklahoma the other day. It's like how often does Oklahoma have earthquakes, bro? There was one in Michigan like three years ago. I ended up sleeping through it. There's actually like, been, yeah, two shit. There's been a couple. When I when I was in Port Huron, there was like two. Yeah, like so, like they weren't like shattering or nothing. Like like everybody was like, oh, "Did you feel the rumble?" Well, it wasn't it was shattering was here, but somewhere else, dude, it was. Yeah. You know, magnitude. But, but yeah, so that's just kind of that's just kind of some of the shit that freaks me out. Is like seeing that stuff happening, and then like, I was watching uh, a nuke video the other day, like the comparison the size charts and nukes. Yeah. I watched the same thing, and I, I, I got some opinions on that, too, but you go ahead. Well, I was just thinking, like, the only, the second biggest explosion the world has ever experienced was the fucking, that volcano blowing. You know what I mean? The first was the meteorite that killed the dinosaurs and shit. And then, like, you got Sarbama, which was the biggest nuke that we've ever set up. We didn't, the Soviets did, yeah, but... So yeah, so it's like that's literally in the top three biggest explosions, and it's on our continent. So like America's great. Don't get me wrong. I love America. The freedom. In fact, we can do this. It's awesome. But uh, everything comes with a caveat. You don't get everything great for free. You well, know. That's supposedly when the aliens started coming around because they were saying that we were fucking with their like they need like supposedly the nukes fuck with the way that the gravity or anti gravitational. I have heard Engineering that. Engineering works. And they were like showing up at all the military nuclear bases. Fuck with shit. Ridiculous. Supposedly. I also just seen a really nice video the other day that was saying like, or uh, I think it might have been, been Rogan, was saying like, uh, 
you know, if the government has been, had this UFO technology since the 40s, you know, with this anti-gravity and stuff, you know, they, there would be no need for oil. So that'd be another good reason uh, to keep it under wraps. Because, uh, you know, they make so much money off the oil industry and shit. That's a good point. Valid. All valid. I watched a video the other day that was talking about the new uh, test sites and all that stuff. And, like, I'm pretty sure it was a Rogan podcast as well. And they said, you know, when you're looking at these videos, they look like dollhouses. And, like, the explosion and smoke. For example, he was commenting on how like it, oh yeah, the what happened to the cameras? Too big, and how the cameras survived. There was then, a car there that just appeared. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, who's they faked say, a lot of videos. I to, think that uh, they don't. We don't have nukes in a sense that they portray that we have them. Well, no, they definitely did that to scare the Russians. One hundred percent. Oh yeah, dude, yeah. There's actually a really nice video. Yeah. I like. It's called uh, the Newsbenders. It was let out in like the '60s, early or late '60s. It was right before the moon landing and whatever. But uh couple years before maybe but it was all black and white and this guy like goes into this what appears to be like a newsroom and this guy's interviewing him saying that he has a lot of good qualities and he's like why do you want me and he's like well you have a lot of good qualities like decision making uh qualities that we need and he was like basically the dude told him like they had he was like well you had an affair and you broke the affair off because you had two sons and there was one chick that you're having an affair with, so you said there was a strength in numbers, so you had to break the affair off because your sons were more important. And we like that. And he's like, how do you know this? Did the bitch tell you? Did Sheila tell you? And they're like, he's like, no. We, he's like, did you have like an appendix, appendix surgery like three years ago? And he's like, what of it? He's like, well, when you had that appendix surgery, we put something in you. He's like, we've heard everything you've said since then. And he's like, bullshit. And the guy just presses a button, and you can hear his heartbeat. It's like, do do and he's like, Sheila, we can't do this no more. I got two sons. And he's like, what the hell? And he's like, yeah. He's like, you have good decision-making skills. He's like, you're a very like, prominent anchorman. And, you know, here, <laughs> he's like, we like we like to plan the news four or five years ahead. He was like, so, and he's walking him through this room, and there's all these models. And he was like, how can you afford to do this? And he's like, we use models. He's like, we plan on making a fake moon landing in the next couple of years. And, like, they released it, like, years before the moon landing, and, like, it goes back to, like, they're telling us everything they're doing. That's rough. Yeah, it's called The Newsbenders. It was released by the BBC, but, uh... The Newsbenders. But yeah, I seen that same video of the guy saying that, you know, he, he that's what he asked. He was like, you know, like, they have all these videos of the nukes testing, but what happened to the cameras? You know, they yeah, were so dude, they close, don't even and, shake. You know, exactly. Well, they don't what, even shake, dude. That's what they were saying, you know, that's it was all models, which makes great sense. You might have to tilt. The, I think you got to speak into the tip of that mic every time you start talking to the top of it. Yeah, there like this. Go. Yeah. All right, good. If if you can, there yeah, of course. Is this better? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That does sound better. Does that sound better to you? You guys? Yeah, it sounds better. Man. Okay. Fuck yeah. Well, Bree, anything new? <laughs> oh, I mean, not a lot new. Um, me and my best friend Kelsey just started uh, this company called The Smoke Circle. Oh, sure. Um, super cool. Uh, we're doing cannabis-based events, small event packages. Um, here soon we're going to start doing weddings. That'll be super cool. Um, and career networking, which is probably my favorite part. Super, super new, like in the last couple weeks. Damn. Um, okay. Yeah, so Kelsey puts out... It started with... Um, I mean, just Facebook posts. Kelsey puts out every week different cannabis businesses that are hiring. So, like, bud tenders, cultivation, marketing. Like, to promote them? Yeah. Okay. Um, just to get people, like, because there's not, an, there's not like, an indeed for the cannabis industry. Um, Which is stupid. It is stupid. <laughs> but that's kind of, 
sorry, that's kind of um, kind of the goal, I guess. Um, so, I mean, keep an eye out for that. We don't have a lot going on with it yet. Like I said, super new, but also no, super exciting. That's awesome. Hell yeah. So, what are you, you planning on doing, like, a website? and? Um, we actually have a website. It's uh, the, the it. smokecircleeventco.com. The Smoke Circle Event Co. Yeah. Com. Spell um, No. <laughs> it's, it's the Smoke Circle Event Co. Um, but yeah, we've got stuff going on. We've actually got tickets for a um, pamper and pose for Mother's Day. Oh, that's It's going to be pretty cool. Um, so, tickets are for sale on there. Like, what's the pamper and pose? Um, so it's going to be a super small event. Um, we're going to do like boudoir shoots. Um, we're going to have uh, cannabis catered. Food there, oh, that's awesome. um, <laughs> that's stuff like that. It's gonna be really awesome. cool. It's gonna that's be awesome. super cool. It's a consumption event, but super small. It has to be on residential property because um, of CRA regulations. But that's that's what I was gonna ask. Is like, do you, are you limited in the venues you can rent out and all that stuff? Yeah, there is so much yellow tape. Like it's it's kind of crazy, honestly. Um, so we're actually going to a CRA meeting, their quarterly meeting. It's a public meeting. If you're in the industry or care, you should definitely go. It's going to be June 13th. Strength um, numbers. Where at? For real. Um, at the the CRA building in Lansing. Oh, no yep. shit. Yeah. They have their own building? Um, they have an office. So I guess I don't know if the whole building is <laughs> the CRA building. but Still. Yeah. Um, but it's a public event, and you can get there. Like They do the virtual thing, too, so you can attend virtually. But Like oh. Zoom or whatever? Yeah. Some Zoom shit. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Zoom, 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 zoom. Well, how about you, senior? I don't have much going on, to be honest with you. You want to swing that um, mic over a little closer to you? I'll just closer to it. Yeah, just move that Just move that whole ottoman up You said there. you had some things to talk about. You know. Yeah. I, I actually left... Uh, I had a notebook full of a bunch of stuff left at work. So, um... We'll have to just do it again, I guess. Right? Yeah. Well, you um, can pick, pick... He's got a Peter Piper... Peter, Peter, Peter Pepper, 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 Pepper. Yeah, he got Peter a couple of pickle peppers. I'm going through this shit with my job right now where uh, they were like so gung ho to hire people in certain positions. And then I went out on a limb and I went and did the job. And now they're talking about laying people off. And you did it too good, dude. You know? You got to so, milk the clock. Well, long story short, it's like a union thing where like they. I, I applied for a maintenance technician position, and they gave it to me, but they have to fill my shoes before I move on, right? So I'm still doing the die setting, setting Wait, tools and stuff. So have you got to train somebody to take your job? Right. That's fucking ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I agree. So, so but what happens if you just don't come back? Then I go get another job. I don't know. Well, right. I don't know what happens so, to them. I don't know. So They're mad, well, I guess. That's what I'm saying. So you can't leave until you train somebody else. That's well, what they're telling you? Right, but long story short, what Bitch, I'm getting I'm at, in America. <laughs> what I'm getting at is um they offered me another position in maintenance. So like they gave it to me and said, Well, before I go over there I'm able to I gotta get somebody to replace me. And uh they eliminated that position all next week. <sighs> Fuck. So instead of allowing me to go to the maintenance to train with them, they just said I couldn't come to work. At I'm all? Like, yeah. All next week. So I told them I guess I might have to look for another job. Holy fuck. I mean, times are tough right now. Everything's so expensive. You know, you, you miss one paycheck. I mean, they can make or break you. Yeah, but that's dirty, dude. That's it's dirty, yeah. That's dirty. Joe Dierte. Joe Dierte. Yeah, so uh, 
Show me your boobies. <laughs> Show me them boobies. I got the poo on. Uh, I got the poo on me. <laughs> I'd say everybody that feels comfortable at work, just just update your resume, just to be safe. You yeah. never know what happens out there. You know, you're in the auto industry, or that stuff is all a roller coaster. It's up, then it's down. Well, and you know, I don't, <clears throat> I don't want to be that guy, but I just gotta, <laughs> I gotta say it because I, I can't ever say it enough, dude. Nobody's gonna pay you like you will pay you. Exactly. If you're your own boss, like what you're doing right now, Bree, fucking awesome. Yeah. Grind it out, do your thing. May take a few years before you're full time just doing that. May take a couple weeks, couple months. Whatever it takes. Put, time. put that time in, sacrifice the time now so that later you're on a beach somewhere just fucking yeah. organizing it, you know, from your laptop. You got other people doing the work you're doing now. And that's the important thing is like the work you're doing now when you do go to hire or franchise you know what your people are going to be doing and what's required and you can give tips and it's just going to help growth you know you can you can relate to them when they say you know i'm having a hard time with this you can say i get it this is how i got through it you know i mean recruitment is huge but also like retention and i mean i i cannot say it enough you set your own hours eventually you know where you're working as you want not as you need shit's huge Shit's huge. And like I said, it may take a while. It may not. But if you don't do it, it's never going to happen. So, yeah, that's good shit to hear. That's good shit to hear. So, you guys doing it under an LLC then, I'm guessing? Yep. Yeah. Yep. The Smoke mm. Circle LLC. Um, It's Kelsey's LLC. She's the owner. Uh, honestly, she does so much of the work. It's crazy. Like you were talking about, like, she makes so many sacrifices. Um. And she's, like, super well-known within the industry, too, so that definitely helps. Yeah, that does help. That does help, if you want to get that out of your way. Yeah, I didn't I didn't zip everybody's cords up. I should have done that. Should be another one behind the laptop if you want one, Bree, or if that's fine, then. Okay. All right, well, uh, I know uh, you had messaged me a week or two ago. You said you had some industry stuff you wanted to talk about. Yeah, um... Is that what that notebook is? Kind of, but not really. Um, so it, I wanted to talk about the CRA, um, but it turns out it's it's actually super <laughs> hard to talk about because everything's so blurred. Um, there's no real way to know, like, what our rules are within, like, what are our limits. Um, you have to have so many different kinds of permits to do basically anything, but there's no clear-cut way how to achieve that. I feel like it's purposeful misguidance. Like as far as operating as a business? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's why I brought up, actually, the the June 13th um, public CRA meetings. We want to yeah. go and we want to ask questions because we have a lot of questions. It's, it's crazy how little information you can find even on the CRA websites, to, to do anything within the industry. Have you... What are some of the questions? Um, well, for example, um, Kelsey and I were organizing the uh, Blaze and Blades, which was going to be a consumption event at a, um, a roller skating rink in Mount Pleasant. You guys ran into a big hiccup with that, though, didn't you? Yeah, so um, these events are sponsored by... Uh, brands, um, different cannabis brands. But when we have these consumption events, it's we either can't charge like a ticket price or there can't be consumption. 
And then there's certain regulations to getting the samples in and stuff that these people, these companies are donating. Um, and it just, it turned out that we couldn't even think about having the event without like six grand down. You know what I mean? Damn. And yeah, it's, and those are just like one time fees and one time licenses to hold an event for 500 people like that for eight hours. Yeah. It's <laughs> crazy, crazy. Um, and we didn't know any of that until we started doing it because these rules have been in play for a while, but the CRA wasn't cracking down until recently. So all of these events have been going on. It just kind of hit us. We, If we would have tried this event six months ago, it would have been a hit. But now, because the CRA can kind of pick and choose when they want to execute these these rules that they've set in place that we don't really know what they actually are. Right. It's just so wishy-washy. So, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I've heard from somebody that I talked to, they said that they live in another state also, where I think it's not necessarily legal. It's Illinois. But um, Uh, uh she said that they do stuff, they've seen stuff done at churches, and, like, the places really can't, like, the CRE maybe can't do anything because it's a church. Oh, so maybe you should look into, like, the Indian folks uh reservation reservations, reservations or something maybe get them in on it so but isn't Ooh. it isn't it different so and i I, I don't know but isn't it different with the reservations isn't it like a federal thing because i'm not sure i think they're i mean they're their own entity you're right like they they like certain types of uh, law enforcement don't have jurisdiction on their land type yeah. stuff so like that's why they have their casinos and stuff because like if it wasn't on the reservation Couldn't you know it. I don't know where, how MGM stands being a casino in Detroit or whatever, but yeah, I mean for, for the Indian reservations and what they got going on, I'm sure if they were interested in your event, they could probably swing a few loopholes around. You know, it might be look worth worth looking into. Definitely not for the churches the, either. Yeah, both of those churches. Are really... Yeah, yeah. From what she said, there's like events that she knows for sure goes on at churches, and she's I don't know. She said they were hush husher, but she said they get away with it for sure. See, but there's no roller skating churches yet. See, that's what. Well, that's that's an idea. Well, that's that's kind of what I was thinking. Is like skate for Jesus. Skate for Jesus. <laughs> I love you, God. You guys seen the Cholo Jesus guy? Uh uh-uh. uh Dude, he's like fucking the guy that dances for Jesus. No, dude. bro, we need to fucking get. I went to school so with the guy that used to dance for Jesus, but he ended up touching kids. And he's like, I love you, God. And he's like, fucking the power of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And he's fucking getting it, bro. He's breaking down and shit. Doing the robot. Takes his shirt off like Burt Kreischer. He's like, Jesus Christ. It's like the guy that's, that says, uh, "I'm not gay no more." I'm delivered. I'm delivered. I don't like men's no more. I like women's. Women, 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 women. <laughs> <laughs> dude uh but no i was gonna say like uh it might not be a bad idea now especially if kelsey's pretty well known in the industry to try and make connections with an attorney that deals exclusively with businesses that are whether it's you know they're running like a cultivation or or you know a dispensary but also like maybe try and get a foot in it's the cra right Mm -hmm. yeah try and get a foot in with them Make contact with some of their people. Just that way you can maybe have a line that's beyond an attorney. So you can get a hold of this. I mean, even if it's like a secretary or some sort of representative, you can say, hey, you know, we're thinking about doing this. Like, is there any way you can let me know, you know, what 
where the fucking bumpers are so I can yeah. stay in the lane, you know. Yeah, and that's I, – I had mentioned the same thing uh, we had talked about, just going up there because it's super hard to get a hold of them too. That's why I think it's probably just an office in a building somewhere. Yeah, um, I, I can see that, yeah. But just going up there and be just – you know, I'll wait. Like, you guys <laughs> – Oh, wait, I have questions, though. Like, we need to know what the hell we can do. Is it going to be, like, a town hall meeting? How, like, every, like you know, like, you get a minute to talk, or, you know what I mean? I would assume. I have no idea. I've never been, but that's kind of what I'm expecting. They're going to pull a Hunter Biden when you start hitting him with facts, you just fucking dip out? <laughs> that's it. Well, this meeting is adjourned. Just what room their way out of the room. Just slowly <laughs> walk out to the corner. Yeah, Heelys. Yeah, they're like, I don't, I don't know whose cocaine that was in the bathroom, but. Yeah, I'll take it. It wasn't it wasn't mine, but you know, I'll dispose of it. Definitely. Yeah, that's hmm. flushed it up my toilet. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually happened before I know somebody who stole their baby daddy's drugs and uh Keystered them? No, they didn't keister them, they just oh. allegedly didn't know what to do with them and I was like, I'll get rid of them for you. And she was like, Would you really? And I was like, Yeah, of course, oh, you know. Come allegedly. On. It wasn't me, but I know where that I, I know where to put them. Well, she said they were something that they weren't. She said they were a drug that I definitely would have gotten rid of, but when she brought them over, it was one that I was like, oh, okay, I guess I can. Okay, it was I a guess. pretty good one. It was a pretty good one. I guess don't tell anybody you brought these. Allegedly. No, you can tell everybody. I got rid of them. <laughs> yeah, al- allegedly, yeah, if they as have a problem. As far as she knows. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, that CRA shit's kind of interesting. That was 3.14, by the way. What? That was done by 3.14. Pie? <laughs> well, three point one four nine five six three. Gang. Whatever it is. He don't listen to she so no matter anyway. Yeah, she was dank. Wait, what do you mean Pi doesn't listen? You heard me? Wow, what a hater. What a bitch, dude. You know what, Pi? You know what? No, not, I'm not even going to talk to Pi because he doesn't I said listen. we should talk to him because we'll, we'll see. We'll <laughs> no, like, I'm not even going to no, talk no, to him. No, no, I ain't going to lie because it's so funny, bro. That's one thing that... Fuck that guy. No, dude. one thing that I love, though, is uh, <laughs> I posted a TikTok. Like, I started posting TikToks on my Instagram story and shit just to be funny again. And I posted the one when my hand was fucked up, like when I cut my hand with the bandsaw. And I'm doing like the, I said, like, it's fun. when she likes you for who you are. And then I, the song comes on. It's like, I like that you're broke and broken. And everyone started messaging me like, bro, what'd you do to your hand? Dumbass, what'd you do to your hand? Hey, dummy, what'd you do to your hand? Hey, asshole. And I'm like, hmm, like. I know none of y'all fuck with my shit, because y'all <laughs> clearly know I posted that two to three years ago. That's so I just that's... didn't even open half of them. I'm just like, yeah, you just eat my dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... I'm not gonna lie, dude. Fuck that guy, dude. Fuck pie. I sit here and I try and help him with his... Help him interpret his fucking DMT trip, dude. And he's not even gonna listen? Dude, fuck that guy. I think he might have listened. <laughs> dude, no. No, you can't... No, it's too late, dude. I try. I try and help support him. And going out on his own to start his own business, doing his own te- thing. I'm going to text him. Fuck like, that you got to listen to this new podcast. I shouted you out so much. No, nah, I don't even want him to listen to it. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. I, talk, I, I catch him walking out of Myers. He doesn't even see me. I say, hey, look at this guy. Talk to him for a couple minutes. I didn't have to. No, I didn't have to stop him and talk to him. Dude. Fuck that guy, dude. No, probably, <laughs> I know she don't listen. <clears throat> yeah, that's me. probably not bad. Anyway, sorry, Pi. Fuck pie. I want to know what his takeaway from it was now. What? Pies? Yeah. He's not going to take anything away because he doesn't listen, dude. Like I said, fuck that guy, dude. He doesn't listen. He don't know. He is working seven days a week. He's got time. To listen? Definitely. You're sitting in a truck. You're driving hours away. (laughs) On the podcast. On my boy's podcast. You've never been in the truck. He's probably like, huh, these guys are fucking dope. 
Yeah, every, yeah. He's, you know he's listening to big booty bitches rap, <laughs> trap girls. Dude, that's one of my favorite videos. The original like big booty bitches, where it's just the two black guys in the apartment. And it's like big booty bitches. Oh I yeah, like, yeah. I do. Yeah, that's a throwback. Oh, uh, gangster. OG. OG, dude. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. So Zach, what'd you have, senior? Um. Yeah, what were some of the things on that notebook? Um, Ooh, hold on. Hold up, wait a minute, this sounded weird. Self-discipline and accountability, bro. Okay. Two words of the year for me. Okay. Um, drop, drop, drop some heat, dude. What do you got? Um, I'm not going to go down like that work path that I went when we started, but I'm just going to touch on it. You definitely can. You definitely I can. I feel like the world and the people we got in it don't want to work. For the most part, I don't want to go to work. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I was gonna say I feel like that touches on the the discipline part. What Joel said about not wanting to pay like you pay yourself. Right, exactly. So these people at my job are struggling to hold people. The turnover rate's ridiculous, and then like people like me, who apparently are rare nowadays, who want to work, they won't let me work. You know what I mean? So I just think it's kind of crazy that we're the the employers want people with discipline, and they want people that have drive. Uh-huh. And then when they get them, it's like, you know, they want to turn them over. And I feel like it's bullshit. I feel like a lot of the ho- the argument that people have nowadays where, like, I can't find a job. It's like, it's I don't feel like they're saying that they can't find work. I feel like they can't find sustainable work. Like, consistent hours and stuff like yeah, that. Because I feel like, like what you said oh. in the original has a lot to do with it, too. Yeah. Like, with you wanting to work. Because, like, so many people that don't want to. I feel like everybody that doesn't want to work kind of ruins it for us. Because right. they make it so that... Stupid companies like shit state want to hire you know a super low rate, and then when they do get a good worker, and I'm like, hey motherfucker, I can't live off this low wage. I need something better, and I've showed you in these past months that I'm but worth more than that. And like you said, you know, I just I'd rather have cheap labor. Fucking, yeah. I'd rather have somebody come in for a couple weeks at least, and then leave. Then I'll find somebody else that'll come in for a couple weeks and then leave, then just pay somebody. Right, a decent wage to get the job done. Or like your, or, or like the one guy said, you know, I've, I make a good wage now, but I've had to, you know, it took me a long time. Like, I don't have a long time, and I'm putting in work right now. Like, you know, I'm so, it's a, you could kill me this job. My thing is, is like, my boss called me the other day to tell me that um, we weren't going to be working all week next week. And I don't think she was expecting my reaction. I feel like she probably called another 50 people before me to tell them as well. And, and they were all excited, yeah. like, "Oh, awesome! I'll take the time off." And I'm like, "Well, what do you mean? Yeah, I, you, you, I got hired into another position, and that's functioning next week. So let me go do that." And she's like, "No." So that's my issue. You know what I mean? Now, I, now I feel like I can't find work, and I'm not gonna go to the internet and cry about it like everybody else is doing, and not making the effort to find work. But those that are making the effort to find uh, consistent work with a consistent schedule, consistent paycheck. Uh, places like this are just fumbling the ball. One hundred percent. Which yeah. I wanted. To say, I do want to say, like, I am bitching about that company, but I do love my new job. I am hired. I, I got a new job. I they give me out. This place is fucking. They give me everything I need. I, I love need to it. get in over there. Hell yeah. I would love to get you in over there, man. Like I said, they give you. I mean, they they do everything, dude. Painting, all sorts of shit. So it's yeah. not I like applied. you couldn't get in. Yeah. I applied last night to like three positions over there. I'll give you the recruiter's number and I'll text them and tell them that. But I applied for the painter one position or whatever. Is it open? Yeah. Yeah. Oh it fuck yeah, bro. The guy that does painting's cool as fuck too. I see him all the time. Because when uh when when you get hired there, so like. 
you'll see they uh they walk you through the whole building no matter what just to show you what everything's kind of about and it's fucking like yeah brother's huge and like i said i love it they helped me get a toolbox and you know the two tools that i acquired you know and then yeah that's... once i got my toolbox they gave me an air hood which is like bro if you look it up on google it's like fifteen hundred dollars which i can't imagine after taxes probably like eighteen hundred you know what i mean it's fucking but they don't if they gave it to you because <clears throat> excuse me they don't want you breathing in the fucking gases so it's right. like you know once yeah, they know a you, liability. once you get well, i don't know about all that because it's not a liability at the other no at the other place that we worked at they didn't give a fuck you know the only place you got an air hood at was in the fucking tube and they were they made it look like like they made like you, it was your privilege, like, you're lucky you get that, like, you know, I mean, fuck you. Yeah, dude, and that's the thing, is, like, when it comes to OSHA, they have, you know, where I work now, like, once or twice a year, OSHA comes in and they give guys these fucking meters, right? They put one on their shoulder, like, one on their hip, and uh, the meters read, like, toxin levels, basically, so how much carbon dioxide, carbon monoxide, argon, all sorts of shit. And, uh, you know, places use that to justify no ventilation. They're like, oh, you know, well, OSHA says you're clear to do this job for this amount of time in this area with no ventilation because you wore a meter that fucking basically said, you know, you're approaching peak levels, but you're not across that threshold yet where we need to ventilate the area. Right. It's like, okay, you don't, I guess legally, you don't need to, but should you? You yeah, know? there's toxins in the air in general. I Which feel is... like they should be able to not necessarily provide, but even give you the options to get it yourself. Which is oh, why yeah. I love this company that I'm at, because, you know, it wasn't like a, you know, I mean, they, as soon as I got my toolbox the next day, I didn't... You didn't have to fight for it or nothing. I, de- I don't even think I said anything, bro. I swear to God, I came in that morning and there was a fucking brand new in-the-box air hood, never been used before, on my shit. And I was just like, bro, I almost started crying. Like, no way. Like, dog, you can tell they actually care about you. <laughs> And like I said, when the guy talks to me, <clears throat> the trainer was telling me, you know, like, we didn't necessarily hire you because your welding experience, you don't really have any. He was like, it was because your attitude, you know, we like the way you talk, and then you show up and you do your thing every day, you know. He was like, we took a risk with you, and I'm just glad it paid off for both of us. Like, it was fucking, you know, it makes me want to work hard for these fuckers, you know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's that's the other thing, dude. Recruitment, like we talked about earlier, and retention. Like, to, to keep people is huge, and you can't just... Well, you'll see when you guys talk to the recruiter, uh, he'll tell you, like, when I... <clears throat> I think it was on the phone before I did the orientation, and when you're at orientation, he's like, you know, I'll do a checkup on you, and, you know, you're 90 days, and you're six months, and I'll see where you're at, and if you're not farther than where you started at, he was like, you know, that's kind of a problem. He's like, you know, the whole point of starting here is we want you to move up, we want to see you excel. He's like, we're trying to bring people in, so you need to move up in order for these other people to come in and be able to do the same thing you're doing. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that's just fucking dope. Like, when I told him, like, I got super geek, I got paid early, and like, I was just like, bro, I was like, I couldn't even work. I could almost not even work. I was just like so shocked. Like, I seen the numbers, and I was like, dog. And like, I just looked at my supervisor, and I was like, like, I just got I just got paid all wide eyed and he just looked at me and he was like only up from here buddy and gave me a little fist bump and walked Fuck away yeah, and I was dude, just like dog yeah. like that's just fucking you know what I mean that's just key it's very nice fist bump walks away into a fucking sunset on uh, the horizon just fucking, fucking you just watch from fade walking away, away. Like he, he had little angel wings and everything I like picture my baby Jesus no. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of turns into like this ethereal mist you're like god damn. Am I working for Jesus? <laughs> Bro. <clears throat> Hell yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. That's awesome. I'm going to let you guys riff for a minute. I'm going to go grab my beer. Yeah.
So there's one time at band camp, she God, didn't so shove a food up her coochie, but she, uh, queefed Mary had a little lamb, and if you ask me, that takes more talent. That's fucking gross. Did you, you, know how hard is? you dropped that on your first episode, bro. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to move a little bit? It's longevity. <laughs> That's a joke that keeps on giving. I applied for a few welding jobs. I went to Le- or Planet Legends, too. I've seen that uh, Beamer told you to. I seen a couple people laugh at his comment too. He said, "I love it here." <laughs> yeah, that place sucks. It's a it's a job though, and they pay just as good as anywhere else. You're gonna make me bleep legends. <laughs> you can't just talk shit and then be like, "That place sucks." Because then, what if I want to go there and they hear this podcast? <laughs> well, I've worked I've worked there once before. I'm speaking from experience. I'm not speaking for anybody else. No, I've heard it's really hard on your body. That's what yeah. my little brother worked there for a minute too. They're just unwilling to uh, work with you when it comes to certain things. Like, I had water in my knee, and they wanted to be a, me to be on my knees all day, and I came with doctor's notes and everything, and they didn't care. They're like, figure it out, or you can go home. And I was like, well, I guess I'll go look for another job then, because I see what kind of company this is. Like, his knees aren't good. We don't see no blowjob in our future. So yeah, they well, I mean, they could have gave me something where I was standing for a week until I healed, and they were just running away. They weren't willing to do it, you know? <laughs> they were and, short. None of them were tall enough. But it all depends on who you are, too, because, like, you know, I've worked at a few factories around here, and I've been treated really well, and I haven't in the same place, depending on who you are. Definitely. 100% shit. I was just new, and I was just a number, you know, I was too new to to make waves or to have any type of uh, luxury, I suppose. You know, it's sad because it seems like now, you know, the phrase used to be, it's who you know, right? No, who you know to get into a company, who you know within the company that's going to help you surpass other people in promotions, um, just opportunities in general, who you know. Now, slowly, it's turned into who you blow. You know, if you're going to fluff this guy that's leading a fucking department or... I got a small mouth. <laughs> he said if you're going to fluff this guy. Yeah, for that's real. a real job. I love For that. real. If you're going to fluff this guy and be like, dude, listen everything you're doing is fucking spot on or they come to you and they vent about a problem and you're like no 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 yeah that guy's a fucking idiot you're in the right i would have fired him too whatever the fuck you become a yes man right and people in that those positions want to be surrounded by people that it's like an echo chamber right they kind of build their own custom echo chamber they're like all right i can have this guy in here because he's going to tell me what is and isn't wrong but he's also going to do quality work but everybody else i need to be yes man and be like yeah no sir you were in the right yes sir that guy was in the wrong you know and the more you do that dude if they ask you to do something that you don't want to do and you do it that's one thing but when you go out of your way to become that fucking fluffer dude (laughs) you know it just seems like it's literally becoming who you who you blow a lot less of who you know and that you know that sucks because like you were talking zach you want to work senior you're like you know you want to work i do I, I like I like the I like having a paycheck. You know what I mean? Like being not being able to pay something on time. It uh, it makes me upset. I, I feel uncomfortable. I feel like I can't relax if I know I have you know bills due or if something's gonna get shut off. Like if I couldn't afford my internet or something. You know, like I just I'm a simple per- person. I just I, I like playing my video games after work, and I like my heat to work. And I like the roof over my head. And I like to be able to drive like to work. <laughs> yeah. So, like, in order to have the ability to drive to work, the heat in your house, the house that you stay in, and the internet you use for entertainment, it's 
it gets it gets to be a it lot. the fuck bro. up, dog. Yeah. yeah. And then insurance on top of that, and then you got to pay taxes on all of this, mind you. I'm paid <coughs> fucking income tax when I got my check, and then everything I spend my money on, I'm paying it a little extra in taxes. You still got to eat, too. And then everything I eat is taxed. You know what I mean? And it's like, Dude, that speaking shit. of tax, not to bring it up, oh, but I was watching something the other day. This guy was saying that, you know, the, the, the income tax was only supposed to be for several weeks to fund a certain war back when. I don't know the details. I'm sure you could look it up. Probably. I don't mean to sound ignorant, ignorant, but... Probably Civil War. And then they just kept it because of the revenue it was bringing in. Mm-hmm. And, like, everybody keeps saying, taxation is theft. And, like, I jumped on that train because, like, yeah, fuck the government, right? But, like, I dug, <laughs> I dug down into this hole and I found a rabbit hole that I decided to go with. And next thing you know, I'm fine. Like, it is illegal. Like, like there, it is completely illegal for them to tax us, and they found every which loophole they could to go uh, go about doing it, and then every loophole we decide to destroy, so they can't do it. They're just like, "Well, fuck you. We got a bigger gun. What are you gonna do about it?" Yeah, I thought about that when, like, I realized the Federal Reserve is not federal. It's just a, it's just a company. Yep. Yeah, they got rid of the gold standard in the seventies. Did you guys see that? There's a couple states over in the West give like like that you can pay with gold backs and shit. Yeah, like, I did see actually that. gold like gold dollars like it's like out in the middle. It's actually backed by the gold standard. Shit. Yeah, like cowboy looking shops that do it, but it was like Montana super cool. and shit. Yeah. yeah, and like they, I saw a video where the guy was he had it and it was like a flimsy golden. <clears throat> it looked just like bill. a dollar bill, but yeah, it was a little bit smaller. Yeah, and they're like it was like metallic gold, and it was super fucking cool, and it had durability. Like he was trying to tear it and everything, and it wouldn't. And then the lady was talking about. You know, people come with cash and people come with this stuff. And he's like, at the end of the day, this this, this gold dollar is going to have some value, you know, when they decide to go to your digital currency world or whatever. Okay, people well, don't want to abide by it. That's what they're going to fall to. We'll see if that'll stay. I'm trying to fix my mic stand. <laughs> Another question. Speaking of the, the Indian reservations and stuff earlier, and they try to do the digital world currency, do they have their, are they able to keep their cash, you think? What do you mean? Who? The Indian folks at their oh, reservations dude. and stuff. Dude, listen. If they're a sovereign nation, you know, there's only so much they can do before they... Listen, dude. I'm just rooting for them. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I am too. But here's the thing. is like You can't have a sovereign nation within a nation. Like There's been talks on this. Like How long is it going to work? Right? Isn't because... that what Texas is? No, they're not. <laughs> They're about to be, dude. <laughs> wish, a, wish we can talk on that, the shit that's going down on the border. But yeah, I, I've okay. heard I've heard intellectual conversations and questions being brought up about like I can't remember the exact context, but they were talking about like how some of these. Well, I mean, you know how they were given their reservations and shit, right? Basically, is like rightfully so, but yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, rightfully so. They should have had the entire fucking country. <laughs> right, right, but, right. But, uh, yeah, they were given these places. They were put in these places. Um, you know, they were indoctrinated into being what's considered American. You know, the kids were being forced to go to school and learn all sorts of shit that, you know. Anyway, that's getting off topic. But you can't have a sovereign nation within another nation because what eventually is going to happen is the larger nation is going to not publicly p- proclaim more, but they're going to privately proclaim more. And what they're going to do is they're going to find ways to drive the poverty level through the roof. They're going to find ways to basically force like substance abuse. So there's a lot of infighting and hopefully it'll just crumble on its own. 
if it's not crumbled by the point that the larger country gets to a to a point like where we're approaching now where we want that space back we need that space back we can't afford to have sovereign you know a sovereign nation within our nation because of exactly that the currency differences all the all these things then eventually you have to forcefully crumple it you know right. you go in and you physically displace these people and you take the land back that you're already surrounding i mean they're living surrounded dude every single one of those reservations is living surrounded you know what i mean Absolutely. Like, like right now you can drive through but once they start sanctioning like you you know and i'm not saying the united states saying but like the sovereign nation saying hey you're not coming in without a certain passport or whatever else once they start trying to put those standards on united states citizens it's gonna be uh it's gonna be kind of interesting dude because right now i think we're approaching that point i mean you see how the United States is acting. Yeah, I was going to say, you pretty much described the, the day in the life here as it is now. You know, and we're we're already living in a cancel culture, right? I and, refuse, but yeah. Well, I refuse. I mean, you're... I refuse again, to be a part of it, but I see it every day, yes. But again, you're surrounded by it. Yeah, absolutely. Just because you're not... Ridiculous. Just because you're not interacting with it doesn't mean you're not a part of it. I'd say I fight against it. But, yeah, I hear you. I'll stand alone all day on that hill, though. Well, I mean, even fighting against it, that kind of means you're part of it. I, you sure. know what I mean? You know? I'll acknowledge that. Absolutely. But but I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, we're approaching that point, dude, where, like, it's going to be extremely looked down upon. I mean, they're, they're yeah, what did they say about them already, you know? They're poor. You go to those areas, they're poor. They're alcoholics. You know, they're drug abusers. They can't keep a job. They can't fucking, you know, they got 10 kids running around and a you know, a trailer, whatever, whatever stereotypes you hear. I mean, that sounds kind of like we've already been at war behind closed doors trying to shut them down, you know. Definitely. And it's approaching the point now where we're taking these rides to fucking, like, the Ukraine-Russia conflict, you know, now the Palestine, you know, the Palestine-Israeli conflict. Like, they're on this land. Yeah. And if we're doing shit out of pocket that's going to get them nuked, or whatever, and they just want to live a different way, eventually we're not going to fucking align on anything, and then the only way to deal with them is to get rid of them, or for them to get rid of us. And again, we're surrounding every single one of those reses, dude. Like, what are they going to do? They don't have the money, let alone you know, the resources to do the amount of like testing we're doing on nukes. They don't have the scientists, they don't have the physical resources, they don't have the clearances the air clearances, anything like that, to have their own army, their own military. You know, they can't have an air force. Where are they going to have a navy? You know what I mean? Like, they are literally fucked. And we're just kind of, like, pushing them along. Like, come on, you know, this is, we're going to make it to this next fucking decade, you know. And we'll see what happens in this next one, but one more decade, you know. And, uh, I don't know, it's just kind of scary to me. It's kind of scary because you see that, and then you see what's going on at the border. And I've seen a video of the guy. This guy was driving at the Eagle Pass or whatever, where everything's going down, and he was like, this is what they want you to believe in the media. He's like, look, you got barbed wire fence, armed guards. He's like, he drove a half mile away, and he's like, look at the border now. He's like, there's no one here. The fucking gate's wide open. People can just come and go as they fucking please. He said, this is a half a mile from where all the fucking media cameras are set up with all the barbed wire and all the National Guard and all the fucking Biden people. He was like, it's, it's, what are they distracting you from now? Yeah. 
But that's the thing. It's like, what do you think that those sovereign nations, the Hopi, the what, you know, the whatever, the Cherokee, you name it, what do you think they feel about the immigration? I wouldn't mind going to Texas though. This is like layer two of immigration. Like immigration already fucked them, and now we're letting it happen. Then you got half of the country being like, "Oh, let them in, dude. Hey, come on, we're sanctuary state. We're sanctuary state. Bring them, bring them to us. We'll put them up in hotels. We'll give them cell phones, dude. Bring them in." We're well, welcoming like, as fuck. Well, they like can't the be mad at us for Indian giving. Right. That's like the people that say, like, the <laughs> Israel, Palestine, Israel and Palestine has nothing to do with us, but, like, everybody in office, like, all the congressmen and women, all they're the Senate, all they all have dual... Huh? I said they're all Jewish. Yeah, they well, they all have dual citizenship yeah. with Israel. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, yeah. Which is crazy. Majority. Dude, look at Hollywood. What is Hollywood? We had Dave Chappelle talk about all the time. Purebred. Clones. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to be that guy because it's gonna make me sound fucking racist. But dude, like, there's a lot of like the Jews run the media. The Kanye Jews says it. He says I'm not gonna say which doctor said it, which doctor diagnosed me with this. He was Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> I love Kanye so much. But again, dude, like I'm not, and I'm not trying to be, and I'm hopefully not being racist. I know it may seem, but I'm just trying to to state a fact here. Well, Dave Chappelle says it. He says, he's like, you know, if there's a bunch of black guys walking around, it's a gang. If there's a bunch of Mexican guys walking around, it's a gang. He's like, there's a bunch of Jewish people walking around. He's like, you're not supposed to talk about it. It's you a gotta gaggle. Look the other way. He's like, no, he said, you're not supposed to talk about it. You're supposed to look the other way. <laughs> yeah, dude. But that's, okay, so, it's fucked, but they run the media. Like, the Sackler family. What's that last name? Is that last name Jewish or not? AF. AF. Sackler, dude. Sackler. Okay, that's like Goldstein. Okay, <laughs> Epstein, Weinstein, yep. like the Sacklers, and look at what they did to this fucking country with their amazing Education oxycotton, system. dude. <laughs> no, dude, them, them oxies, dude. Like, I'm never a fan of the oxies. I like the Norcos better. But... Well, I'm just saying. Okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> hear me out. We can definitely get into a debate here, but hear me out. So you've got the Sackler family, and, you know, families have ties, and especially of a certain religion, and when there's a lot of Jews running the media, and there's a lot of Jews running Hollywood, you get basically what you have, you get well, what we have here today, dude. Isn't that where the whole, it's all about who you know came from? Kind of. I'm just saying, that's why, so, I don't want to get into that, never mind. Well, listen, dude, if you're paying, if you're, if, okay, if you're, like, let's say the Sacklers, and you can pay drug reps to go to all these doctors, and you can pay these media companies to advertise certain drugs for you, there's, I mean, dude, yeah, listen, it's, dude, it's so dark, you can literally get companies to advertise their drug that's different than yours. But it's gonna put somebody on the path to your drug, right? They were talking. I just seen a video too that said like uh, there was a company that asked for during the war they asked like the Nazis or something for like 150 women, and all 150 women ended mm-hmm. up dying from their experiment. And they asked for like another 150 women, and they gave them to them. And that company turned out to be what's now Bayer. Yeah, Bayer. Yeah, Bayer. Yep crazy dude and like joe rogan talked about that company that killed sixty thousand people and they got fined they profited 12 point like 12.7 billion dollars and they got fined five billion 
So they profited seven billion and still killed sixty thousand people. And we're just like, like Joe Rogan was saying, if you made if your company made peanut butter and it was killing people, they'd be like, hey, stop making fucking peanut butter. But they're just like, hey, switch that up a little bit and like smack them on the wrist, give us some money. Dude, Johnson and Johnson. That's what was that who it was? No, I'm just saying what the talc. Right. Like, what's going on with that, dude? You're literally giving babies ass cancer and shit. And then that's been known for how long they go back in the Johnson Johnson records. And there's like, from the beginning, it's known that, hey, you know, this baby powder is kind of causing some undesirable side effects. Oh, well, we can cover it. We can cover it. Profit. For fucking 30 years, dude. 40 years. It's like if you were a child of the 70s and, you know, you had Johnson and Johnson baby powder. It's like, dude, those... That shit is just so crazy. Like, the reach out. What if that's the only reason people get hemorrhoids? I don't know. I th- I think I'm just saying, think about it. Like, pushing... You're, you're you're meant to push poop out, bro. There's no reason you should get a hemorrhoid from that. Yeah. I, I no, feel you, but... I'm not that hard, though. You shouldn't be straining your face. You I'm just know. saying. But yeah. your, your body's made to if you need to. I've seen, like, un- unfortunately... I'm just saying you don't know over long periods of time. I might have told the story before, but like I was in juvie and I was getting to go on a home pass. This kid was working out and he said he needed a plunger. And they like, you got two minutes to take a shit in juvie, like one minute when we were working out. Like they didn't play around. So they yanked homeboy off the shitter and made him start running. And he was unfortunately, since you're going home and you have time, you have to plunge this shit. So I'm thinking homeboy clogged the toilet. Homeboy didn't clog the toilet. His turd was the exact same shape as an ice cream cone, but, like, triple XL ice cream dog, like, like, I don't got very big hands, but every... Like, he was chugging Kratom. Dog, like, he fucking shit a fucking ice cream cone (laughs) size... Yeah, softball-sized brick, bro, and, like, I had to brick this shit up with the plunger, so, like, I could see people having problems with their shit. That's why they invented the poop knife. That's a real thing people have to use. I didn't know that until I met that guy. Well, here's the and thing. And then I felt bad for him because I was like, bro, I couldn't imagine that coming out of my ass and then being out there running that poor kid. Oh, dude. <laughs> Dog. Yeah. You're behind him and all you hear is, <laughs> just the airflow going over his asshole, dude, Dog. humming like a beer bottle. His asshole saying, oh. I couldn't imagine taking a <laughs> shit like that. I don't think I could. I, I think I'd be like, I had to go to the hospital. They had to give me a C-section and poop because I couldn't. That wouldn't come out of my ass, bro. Dog. <laughs> uh, Zach's going under again. Dog, I'd pass out. <laughs> Ah, oh, dude, that's like... What? I had a poop that almost made me pass out once. That was like a Great American Challenge, dude. What? It was fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I might started, regret this, but yeah, tell I me st- about I it. I just started drinking Kratom, bro. And, um... Okay. It's just, like, ground-up plant stuff that you drink, and it, and it puts you in a better mood. Lots of story short. If you want to know more about it, go ahead and research it yourself. It's go, to Kratom. It's go to Kratom. Go to Kratom.uk.co. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah there you go. But, um... <laughs> So I was like indulging in this stuff at work because it made my day better. And like sometimes it would make your poop very solid. And there was one night where I was, I came home and I was trying to, to trying to pass and it just wouldn't come out, bro. And I started turtle heading and that shit hurt so bad. It was like a big one, you know? And like, what'd you do? Dig it out? No, bro. I just <laughs> sat there. I sat there and I talked myself into the most relaxed state I've ever been in my life. You and I naturally passed it. I felt like I was giving birth, bro. I never felt so close to a woman in my life. <laughs> so did you dig it out? You <laughs> meditated, dude. I meditated to relax my sphincter. Like lamazed yourself through that shit. Yeah. I like it's it. kind of genius. Bro. And then never... afterwards, when I wiped, there was a little bit of red. 
Okay. I can imagine. Not gonna lie. So he didn't, hold on, Bree, he didn't yell at you to come in and fucking hold his hand, remind him to breathe. She was asleep. In the nose, out the mouth. I was in there at war, bro. Sweating. (laughs) Cold sweating, bro. bro. That shit was bad. My stomach, like, I felt like I was going to have to turn around and puke a couple times. I felt faint. I could tell the color of my lips was gone. Damn. It was intense. Could you imagine, like... Having to throw up because when you throw up, you're gonna be like, Ugh! "That's a push right there." Oh, and dude. You turn around oh, and throw up and just launch that fucker on your wall. <laughs> 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 Bree wakes up because she hears fucking. <laughs> she hears somebody slam the lid of the toilet. Ain't no bone in the house. We just throwing shit. It's <laughs> rough, man. Jesus Christ! Yeah, dude, it's that's like an elephant dirt. Oh my god! Can you? Without a human? But... Oh, I can't. You can't. Yeah, I guess I, you know, I don't have to imagine. I can just call Senior and be like, dude, talk me through this. <laughs> yeah. He's like, like a kidney do? stone, but out your ass. You need to meditate, bro. Yeah, this is- <laughs> you need to meditate. I feel like it would probably be the same thing for a kidney stone. I've yet I feel to- like you need to meditate and get one of them poop stools. Did you put on, like, some flute? Poop and stool. Uh, no. You should have turned on to Dow. Oh, yeah. Banger. Banger. Hey, do me a favor. You can pull that pop filter out of the way and then just pull the mic a little closer. There you go. That'll the, work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the foam, the foam works pretty decent as a pop filter. You're not very poppy. My grandpa gets pretty poppy, so I make him use a pop filter. Eating too many bagels. Hey. Poppy seed bagels. <laughs> pop, 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 getting pop. too poppy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what, what do you guys, I know we touched on it really briefly, but what do you, what do you think is going on with the border? You know, you know what, Bria? I want to hear a female perspective of. Uh, you guys are gonna be disappointed. I actively try not to pay attention to no. controversies around the world. No, no, that's fine. I just um, I want a female perspective on like the immigration situation. Because, I've... and the reason I say that, I guess I should give you a little bit of pretense, is because like it seems like human trafficking is doing nothing but growing. Just sex trafficking sure. in general. Um, and then obviously, like, being in the cannabis industry, there's, I don't want to say cartel because they might find me, but there's <laughs> definitely some illicit operators in the industry that are always, sure. they're competing with everything. I mean, whether it's, you know, the fentanyl or fucking meth, they're they're in everything. Um, money washing, they're into to laundering, you know? So I just... And then again, the whole China thing. I know there's been a lot of Chinese coming across, which I have some thoughts on. But uh, yeah, I would just like a perspective based on that because as a male, I feel like I'm more, I don't want to say strict because if it's a family, they're bringing the kids across, even if it's just women and children, I'm a little more likely to sit down. I'm a little more sympathetic, I guess, to the cause. But when it's just literally males coming across... In their 20s, alone. I was going to ask, have you guys seen the video of that guy where he's like, you'll know who I am very soon? Yeah, yeah, and he was on the terror. I heard about it. He was on the watch list. <laughs> he's, on, he's a terror squad, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so I do, I do think that it's a problem. I, as far as the fentanyl thing goes, I, I think there's probably drugs coming across all of the borders. Yeah. I personally think that a lot of the drugs that are on the street were Provided by the United States government. They've been doing it for years. Well, I feel like that's how it oh, goes yeah. um, through, too. That's why everybody's... But well, everybody I, forgets about the crack thing. For, exactly. And it's like fentanyl is just making a rise. Weird, isn't it? 
20 years later. Right. And the government was passing out crack pipes on the street of Los Angeles. They hey, well, and clean needles and Allegedly. Shit. No, they were. <laughs> There's oh. videos of them doing it. They're like EMS-looking trucks. Similar, they don't... They resemble that truck style, yeah. but it doesn't look like an EMS truck. Um, I haven't heard... I haven't seen anybody doing the crack pipe thing. I've heard people talking heard, about it, but it I do the know needles, that the, was a video I saw. the clean the needle pickup and disposal thing is a thing in, like, Seattle. Yeah. They do that parts a lot of California. places. Yeah. I'm not against that, to be honest with you. Um, I'm not either. I know in, like, Oregon and stuff, there's, like, places you can go to, like, get high. Let me like, see you if can I can go do up. your heroin, and they will, like, wash oh, yeah. you. Yeah. Like, like, a it's heroin hut? You can go yes. to places and test your drugs for fentanyl, which yeah, I feel like people trucks. are going to do drugs no matter what. 100%. So. I think, yeah, that <clears throat> I think everything should be legal personally. But I agree. Before we get into the weeds, like the whole immigration thing, what do you what are so, your kind of thoughts on it? I, I don't like I said, I don't have a lot of thoughts. I do think that if you come here, you should probably do it legally. I, I feel okay, like that's, fair. you know, <laughs> yeah. but I do think that they're. Like you said, there, if there's women and children that are actively trying to get away from awful situations, they're going to die if they don't come here. I do think that there are, what's the word, um, like exceptions, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, definitely. I don't think that everybody should just be coming over, and I think that that's very dangerous. If yeah. it's, <laughs> you know, but well, I, yeah. One of my best friends is an immigrant from Guatemala, but he's not... He's no longer in the United States because they eventually denied his citizenship. So they uh, fled to, yeah they fled to Canada and uh, him and his sister still live in Canada and his mom and dad actually got their citizenship denied there in Guatemala still. What? But yeah, I play the I play Fortnite with Freddie all the time. Shout out Freddie and his sister Nina. But uh yeah, they were like my he was I used to pretty much live with him in California too. It was I was a young kid, but we've always stayed in touch. But so. And he's great, dude. He does his thing. You know, he's got a good job. He takes care of all his kids. It's not like he's... So, I'm open to the immigration. They came here legally, obviously. You know, they were refugees right. from the war in Guatemala. One of the nicest people I've ever met was somebody that Zach worked with. And it was like... He was from... Like, just got here a week ago from Mexico. Mother flower. He was the sweetest man. <laughs> he was so cute. Um, I think he came here on a visa or something, but... Still, yeah. yeah. I think I remember that guy because they were they were fucking him over. They were paying him like two dollars less than everybody else. Yep. Yep, I do remember hearing about that. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, that shit just bugs me too. Like, companies will knowingly do that just to save two thousand dollars a year, fucking somebody's salary. You know, maybe four thousand a year, but they don't look at like the profits that person's making them. It's like, dude, just pay the dude what everybody else is getting. Don't pay him the least of everybody else in the shop because he's happy with it. Right. Shoot, I because he'll take it. Right. Yeah, no, yeah. he said he'd work for $3 an hour, so that's what we're paying him. And he was working next to somebody that's making 22 right. It's like, really? Well, it, I mean, he said he'd do it. It's like, is that? but is that right? Right. You know what I mean? Is that justifications for... I worked at this warehouse in Detroit. It's just a side story. It's pretty cool. But uh, this guy... You said it's just a side story? Yeah. Let, me, let me hear it. He, he uh, <laughs> it's pretty cool. He uh, <laughs> pretty cool. He was the payroll guy at the warehouse, and he just added like there was the day that OSHA came, they told all the illegals not to come in. So there was legit like twelve white guys working. It was normally like an eighty-person warehouse. Like, Holy, <clears throat> there was only twelve of us there, bro. So like it was all illegal. So the guy just added four illegals to the payroll, 
and it went unnoticed for like six years, but he was saving all this money and sending it back to Mexico. So when they caught him, like, you know, they couldn't immediately call the cops because there's so many illegals there. So the guy, homeboy fled and flew back to Mexico, and he's like a fucking king right now, I bet. Wait, 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 wait. So this guy that was on the payroll he was getting four he did people's the payroll. checks? He did oh, the payroll. No so he just added four more people's checks. And he was, the warehouse was in Detroit. It was right off of Fort and Schaefer. And uh, the gas stations are, you know, again, in Detroit. Mm-hmm. He just, you know, whether they were his friends or what, he got them to cash these other four guys' checks for him every week. So you got to think five people's checks every week <clears throat> for six years before they actually caught on to him. And then when they said something... And he's just sending this money back to Mexico to his family, just banking it, dog. Just fucking. Dude. There was, but a lot of them, like, that I talked to that worked there, that's what they did. They would send, like, I think mm-hmm. 60% of their check back to Mexico, and they would just put it up. And they would only work there for, like, five to ten years, and they'd go back to Mexico and retire. What? Yeah. Goddamn. Costa Rica, dude. I'd love to live in Costa Rica. I feel like that's different, though, because... <clears throat> It's a tourist destination, so their prices are the same, if not more worse than they are here, so it's not a good place to go. But I don't know, though. It's like Puerto Rico. My dad goes to Puerto Rico, like, every few years, and I I guess it's super cheap there. I've never been. It's cheap to get there. You don't need a passport. I've Hmm. also never been there, but he said. (laughs) You should go to a podcast in Puerto Rico. Dude, that would be bomb. Hey, that'd be cool. Or on a cruise ship. Dude. Just spend, like, a week podcasting from a cruise ship. Dude. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, all, I'm, you know, I'm open to suggestions. I know somebody just went on a cruise. They keep, they posted like everything on Snapchat. It was so dope. I'm not gonna lie, I'm really scared of the ocean though. I am too. <sighs> it's so, it's fucking terrifying out there. Well, the ocean's gorgeous. That's what's in it. But at nighttime, I'm scared of it. It's all black. What? Fuck it, dude. Dude, I don't even like on. being on Lake Erie at nighttime. Hold on, bro. Bear with me for a minute. I want, I want, I want you to paint a picture in your mind. Darkness, <laughs> the middle of the ocean, calm night. Waves lapping up against the hull. You look Horrified. up. You look up. No light pollution. What do you see? Yeah. Gorgeous skies until something rocks the fucking boat, my boy. <laughs> and then Jaws eats half of your ship. Hold on. The last thing you Sharks see is follow the cruise ships. Hold on, dude. Sharks. Let me let, let me finish this painting. You go you go to port, and you find out that the United States has been hit by a nuke from Russia mm. while you were away enjoying the fucking ocean. And my family's dead. Thank you. No, I'm just well, not gonna say that. I mean, I mean, if you want to take it there, yeah, I'm your family's kidding. gone. Just you. You avoided a nuclear blast. You get back and it's anarchy, dude. Just straight up fucking chaos happening. Are they even gonna park the boat? Let's Texas. Real. Texas took over Nebraska. You know what I mean? So now you, you can got... land in Texas. They just, just float us across the Gulf. <laughs> I don't know if cruise ships do like bus destinations. Like, drop me off here. Yeah, you just pull a little string. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're passing my island. <laughs> you know, the cruise ship's only got so much food, you know, unless you bring your fishing pole. Ah, uh, yeah. Wasn't it during COVID, wasn't there, like, people stuck on a cruise ship and they were running out of food yeah. and shit? Yeah, they wouldn't the let them dock. There was a couple of them, yeah, because uh, the crew and every the crew brought COVID on board and then the passengers started getting it. So it was like a COVID cruise. Like, everybody got it. You're literally... I mean, you're on a Petri... Like, that's the only thing about the cruise is, like, if somebody's sick, dude, you're on a Petri dish. You're all fucked. You know, you're... Yeah, dude. I mean, I did see this thing the other day, too, about somebody that went on a nine-month cruise. They're doing, like, nine-month cruises now. So this bitch got to travel the world. She got, you know... She took a cruise, like, two months before that, picked her cabin out, took all sorts of measurements so she knew what kind of decor to buy and shit. 
So she literally set up her cabin like an apartment, and then just fucking there's this couple <laughs> hung out that, for nine months at sea, dude. There's this couple that lives on cruise ships because it's cheaper to go on a cruise every for like all the months of the year than actually pay rent. God damn, that's crazy. Can you imagine? Well, maybe not here, but you know they're a retired California couple. That's sure. all they want to do. You know, so I'm assuming like you know their kids are just watching their shit. You know, they put all their yeah. shit up at their kids' house and they're just fucking traveling. I mean, dude, if you're paying two grand a month for rent out there somewhere in California, or Florida, you know, or Florida, twenty four grand a year. That's a lot. That's what, a lot. What I mean, where could you live in the world for twenty four grand a year and have a house on the beach? Fucking have it catered. You got basically a mansion. Like, obviously, probably not poor. Oh, you shit to do games. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yemen's the cheapest country in the world. Because it's, it's fucking war. Yeah, dude. Like, the shit we're doing right now in Yemen is ridiculous. Operations I mean, now, yeah. It wasn't always that way. But would you want to live in Yemen? That's like Eric's. Not my, now. No. My dumbass <laughs> friend. <laughs> shout out Eric. Venezuela, maybe? Yeah. No. My dumbass <laughs> friend Eric wants to go to Bratislava because he watched Euro Trip. You ever uh, seen <laughs> the guy like tips him a nickel and the, the, the guy like smacks his boss? He's like, I opened my own hotel. He's like, Bro, we could go there with like a hundred dollars and be rich as fuck. I was like, They will kill you. Dude, yeah, you're not gonna make it. <coughs> Four days, dude. Not only are you American, you're black. They're gonna notice you from a mile away. I was away. saying the same thing about the Palestine and Gaza shit. Everybody over here is like gung ho for trying to support either which side. And my whole thing is, is like the majority of these people are colored people or gay folks. And I'm like, you realize they would chop your fucking head off oh, if yeah. you went over there, right? And oh, you guys yeah. are supporting this shit. That's dude. That's what bugs me about you the know? whole LGBTQ. Do thing. your research. Is like it's it, like Black Lives Matter bugs me too, dude. Because it got to a point where it's like. I don't know, dude. It's, it, it got too extremist for me to support it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, originally, okay. Like, I wasn't going to any rallies, anything like that. I was like, all right, that's cool cause, whatever. But when it gets to the point that you're stopping people from going to work on the highway, like, you're forcing your agenda down somebody's throat, you yeah. can't. You can't. When you're having protests that aren't fucking peaceful or that you're they're, you're organizing them in a, in a manner that... You're basically asking for FBI to come in and fucking turn it into a non-peaceful protest, dude. Like, and that's the LGBTQ thing. Is like, I, I support LGBTQ. I don't have any fucking problem with it. I love everybody the same. But when you start throwing the pronouns that you want me to address you as, now if it comes up in conversation, hey, you know, senior says, you know, I'd rather you call me fucking uh, Red Panda. Cool, dude. You're a Red Panda. We we can talk about that for sure. But you can't. But you can't get an attitude with me if I decide that I don't want to play along with the game, and call you a red panda. Like I have respect for you. I know you. I'll go along with that. But if I just bump into you at a Starbucks somewhere, and I say, "Excuse me, ma'am," and you're like, "That's you know," you go off on me because I'm not using your proper pronoun. That's if inappropriate. I agree. If it's not tatted on your face, if you're not wearing a shirt that says "I identify as," like you can't expect me to fucking, you know what I mean? Even know right. until I interact with you and we have discourse and my question is is uh, on that subject and me and brie have talked about it before because she's got family members that are really embedded into that community and um uh at what point is it rude or isn't rude like can i because like i'm afraid to even ask sometimes because clearly i'll walk into somebody and not to stereotype anybody don't get me wrong but obviously somebody that's a part of the lgbtq community uh, i can visually tell 
And in order for me to correctly address you, if I ask, you know, and then people get offended, like, well, I, I can't assume. And you want me to no. assume? And then, like, if I don't assume this or that, or whatever. <laughs> so no matter what, it's you're a, wrong. It's a, it's a conflict. It's thing. a person by person basis. I know people that are a part of the community that are just generally under the radar and don't want to be looked at. Like, don't just leave me alone. Yeah, I'm doing same. my own thing. It's the people that are in your face about it that I have an issue with that make a bad name for all of the other ones. It's the same concept as you see the videos of the police officers acting out. They're not all like that. It's no. just what comes to surface. That's what goes viral. That's what you see. Very much so. There's good folks in it, but there's also some dumb fucks in it as well. And, you know, and unfortunately, the dumb fucks make it worse for the good ones. And they got to deal. Yeah. They got to put up with it. And that's just the way the world works. That's what got me with BLM, dude. Like, people you know? started treating me different. And it's like, why don't you ask me where I am with it right. or how I align? Because I'll tell you right now, exactly. those fuckers are goofs. You know what I mean? Like, I consider myself sort of a realist, I guess. I know that's that's kind of, I don't know. It, it, it just seems like I'm... I feel Almost like the idea of it is nice, but once you get past the idea of it and people start um, inflicting other people's rights or whatever the case may be. Well, and that's exactly the thing I was going to say about the LGBTQ thing. Plus, sorry, I don't want to forget everybody else. LGBTQ plus is like uh, at, a, at a point you have to reality is reality, right? You can't just fucking ignore reality and be like, well, what's going on in my head is the world. Because right. that's not the fucking world. And when you've got, like, you, like, what originally brought this across my mind is you were saying, like, these people of the LGBTQ community supporting, you know, a certain side that if they were to move over to this country they're supporting, they would be beheaded, thrown off a building, fucking. Right. You know, because you, of the you beliefs name it. over there. And that they have extremist beliefs over there in the Palestine area. I don't know which side is what, but I do definitely know that. They're all against, like, that's against their religion. Being a part of the LGBTQ community yeah. is against their everything they believe in. And they literally kill their sons and daughters that want to transition or yeah. want to be gay or homosexual or lesbian. And that, and that stuff actually happens. So, like, when I see these people that are openly gay on the street, which there's nothing wrong with, do you, supporting... These people that would chop your head off if you were to go visit is just blasphemy to me. And these people, they, they don't have any idea what they're supporting. Right. They just right. jump on it because it's, oh, somebody's in trouble and we need to be the big person about it and support it. And it's like, well, that's great that you support that person, but that person would shoot you in the fucking face if given the chance. Well, that, then that's what gets me, dude, is the fucking hypocrisy. Like, you're in America, okay? Free country. For the most part, you have the First Amendment where you can say what you want. You can hold a protest as long as it's peaceful, right? And then you're you're literally saying, I support this country or these people that hate me. Regardless of their hate, I support their freedom. I want them to have democracy, whatever it is. But again, dude, I think in extremes, I know I've said it too many times, probably just going on agnosium at this point, but... I immediately think the opposite. Like, what if I were over there and I've got some fucking drag queens holding a rally saying we support Palestine or Israel or whatever. If you support them, go help. Well, but here's what I'm getting at. It's like, morally, like, how would you feel if something that, like, I, I had this conversation with my grandpa the other day. 
we I, I, we were trying i brought up suicide bombers like to get in that mindset where you put on a vest and you go bomb this fucking city square or whatever blow like, yourself up like you know it's a one-way trip or your mom you know your mom is so glad like there was a video he said he saw where this mom was crying because her son was elected to be a suicide bomber but it was tears of joy like she couldn't be happier I've brought up a video where there's like a game where guys are playing to see who's going to be the next suicide bomber, and the guy that wins is all yeah, it's like know, a like, glory thing, right? So, like, to, how do you like that mindset is hard to understand. But then I told my grandpa, I'm like, but if the government somebody calls you and said, hey, tomorrow we're going to be there to take all your property, that's including your guns, all your forty acres, fucking everything you've have have and have worked for, but we've found a place for you. You're really going to like it. You like to fish. There's a short drive to water. You know what I mean? Your house is going to be taken care of. You're not going to have to worry about it. You know, whatever. I guarantee he's not going to go. He, he's he's going to be carried out of their debt. Just like most of Americans would that have, I don't want to say that type of view, but have like, they're going to, they're, they've worked for what they have and, and, the, and they'll risk their life for what they have. Now, if you're an extremist over in Yemen or wherever the fuck you are, dude, and then, you know, there's... Again, not trying to be uh, insensitive here, but there's a lesbian or a fucking trans person that says, hey, we support you. Like, how are you going to feel about that? Like, you you don't care about that person. As a matter of fact, you don't believe that person should even be a person, right? That goes against the Quran or whatever the fuck it is you study. That goes against all your moral beliefs. But this person is saying, I support you, you know? You ever have somebody around that cringes you out? Oh yeah, and there's not as much can... anymore. I've cut out. a lot of those people out. But, yeah, out. but you, and there's like nothing you can do about it. I feel like that's how it would be. And if you could do yeah. something about it and like eliminate the fact that that person is around, I'm not saying kill them, but like even just get it to silence them. Around. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah, right. I mean, so, for the most part, yeah. Over there, that's their religion. That's everything they believe. Their God is telling them to take this person's life in the books that they read every Sunday and Wednesday. Yeah, all the seven prayer sessions That's, they that's have. what I'm saying. So, like, if they are 150 million percent invested into their religion, which they are, that's why they are at war right now, mind you, mm-hmm. they wouldn't hesitate to take you out. No, dude. That's but, all I'm saying. I mean, I guess, me. I guess a good American view, so, so, there's, there's a lot of Christians, right? Now, what if Satan came to you and said, hey, dude, I support what you're doing. I like, would how would you stop. fucking feel? I'd probably stop doing it. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, how does it feel to be over there to have some LGBTQ plus fucking protesters saying we support you? Like, like Probably cringy. Uh, again, probably like a fly. Get out of here. We uh, don't want your support. That's again, how dude, I would imagine that would be. To the extreme. If you're doing something here, you feel for a good cause. And then you hear Satan be like, hey, dude, we support you. You know, if you need anything, reach out. Fucking, you can always get a hold of us here. Just know that we're sending love and prayers your way here from hell. What are you gonna fucking do? Like, are you are you honestly gonna be like, yeah, no, he's honestly looking out for me? Like, they look at these people like Satan. Dude. That's why they want to get rid of them. Right. I just don't think that's how. It was, <laughs> you know. You know? <laughs> like, so are you actually helping anything? No. Like, could you could you help no, silently just... by actually praying without you know announcing that you're praying to somebody for something? Like, if you're like, I feel like, that's why I, I guess I'm getting at is I feel like a lot of these things have turned into accolades. I don't know if it's social media, it's just the media, but I feel like a lot of it's turned into accolades. Like, originally, BLM, great, cool, awesome. But then once you start trying to shoot video of stopping cars on the highway 
and then getting people in the comments being like, oh, these people are so insensitive, they should have stopped and read all your signs and whatever, whatever it's the fuck. It's just dividing us more. Right. Like, at what point are you doing it for the accolades of, hey, I'm a social justice warrior. Hey, I, I believe in peace. Instead of actually going out there, doing the fucking work, starting a fundraiser, doing all these things from behind the scenes, and then if it comes to light, it comes to light. Yeah, I feel like the moment you pull your camera out is that line that you cross where you're no longer a part of the help, you're a part of the problem. Oh, dude, just like, oh my god, mom's on Facebook, or even dad's on Facebook, right? They get their kids, they post up all these pictures like, oh, hey, look at what we're doing, we're having a good old fucking time, I took them to this, I took them to that, and then they're in the comments. You see all the comments, 30, 40 comments, they're all like, oh yeah, it's like, okay, but I immediately wonder... Are you actually hanging out with your kid, or are you just on your phone posting pictures so that you get accolades from your your friend group, your echo chamber, saying, you're such a great dad, you're such a great mom, I'm so glad to see this, I they look seen, so fucking happy. I just seen the opposite, this kid Randy I used to work with from Highway posted a fucking video of his girl freaking out, she was like, yeah, I've been hearing it too. Freak. The opposite, huh? Yeah, well, she been she was like freaking out, like grabbing, like telling the kid, like get ready, we're fucking leaving. And the kid was like, I don't want to go. And she's like, we're fucking leaving. She was yelling at the guy, yelling at the grandpa or whatever. And he said, like, this is what my kids get to deal with, fucking. <clears throat> but I don't know, like I haven't seen an Instagram video from him literally since highway. It was like nine years ago, ten years ago. And then this is the first Instagram video he's posted. It's the only one he's posted, and this was baby mama freaking out. So obviously they're having issues. But again, dude, now is that to blast somebody so that yeah. so that somebody comes to him and says, dude, you're listen, you're a wonderful One, that's man. That's what I think, 100%. Like, oh, I <laughs> yeah. see that you're better. Well, not just that, but like the things that you put up with, dude, to make sure that your kid has a fucking happy life regardless is just, uh, yeah, I couldn't do what you do. But like, like he the wasn't there. You, you know what I mean? He wasn't there to defend the kid or nothing. He just posted the video like he had security cameras up. I don't know how he got the video. I don't know if they were staying at his grandparents' house or what. But like... Hmm. You're just posting a video talking shit. Like, well, she's got custody and she's with him the whole time. You're not. You're just making it worse by causing more problems. And she was commenting, too. Like, I was, uh... Only reason I was freaking out was because you tried to hit me or something. So, obviously, like, you know what I mean? Shit goes deep, but... But even just... I don't get posting none of that about your fucking family. That's why I don't have kids. Because I don't want to live that... I don't want to cycle baby mama. I don't want to be the cycle baby daddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to be helpful to the person that I'm with. Just skewing the fucking perspective in general, dude. Just, like, skewing the perspective is so fucking gross to me. Like... Especially when you're going to delete the Instagram videos and probably be happily with her in a couple weeks. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, allegedly. I don't know. But... Like... And again, like, it's just... It seems like it's a systematic fucking thing, dude. Oh, it's been proven. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I don't know, again, social media, I know it's only making it worse for, like, the moms and the dads that want to seem like a great parent. They want to seem like they take care of their kid. They're taking pictures of every meal. <coughs> like, oh, look at all this fucking food I laid out on the tray, all nice and perfect, you know? But the parents that are actually, I feel like, doing the work don't have the time to do that. Like me, dude. I'm always upset because we have, like, family gatherings or we do certain things. I barely take pictures, right? I barely take fucking pictures because I'm enjoying the moment. Right. Right? I'm not trying to live it through a phone. I do occasionally take pictures, but I never take enough. Oh, so I can attest to that you're barely ever on your phone, period. Well, but when I do take pictures, dude, it's like I don't post them. Right. You know what I mean? Like, occasionally I'll post a couple, but I hardly ever post anything well that's how you know you're taking the pictures for the right reasons you're taking the pictures for like yourself and your family you know for grants and stuff you're not taking the pictures for facebook 
Well, right, and I don't and really... That's the difference, where everybody else is like, I want everyone to see I had my kid this week. You know, I want everyone to see I'm a good dad. Look, and I made my kid fucking Alfredo. like Mac and cheese. I went out of my way to boil some water, dude. Uh, I bought Bree uh, one of those uh, Polaroid cameras where it spits a picture out. You fucking shake Ooh. it. Like Wait, we should take a picture yeah, with that for the podcast. We should. That would be dope. Well, what I'm thought, saying is, is like because you have the actual physical camera and it's not just in your back pocket. You you know, it's more reason to use it. So like, and then you have a physical photo that's not on your phone. So instead of posting it, you can like collage it in your own house. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, and I don't mean to sound insensitive, so forgive me, but forgive when me. people on Snapchat will send me pictures of like their their children, I don't care. I don't care. It doesn't do nothing for me. I don't. I mean, I want you to live your family, and y'all, I want y'all to be happy and shit. But like, I got my own shit going on, and when I get a, a video of a kid being fed some applesauce and it's like it's adorable and everything but i'm not your target audience no yeah you, you know want me saying? to reply like, you're doing so great mama right and it's not <laughs> me i mean good for you for feeding your kid that's what you're supposed to do yeah right you're yeah. just a normal human thank you for being a human i guess i don't know i just it's just to me it's weird why are we taking pictures and sending our kid our, our friends our kids pictures in general like it's just like i don't know it was never a thing growing up we took physical pictures and made an effort to not make it a digital thing. But now it's like, you know, the whole world's online. And well, that's Instagram what I see a lot. Like when you see, like, you ever seen the video of the little kid? And you're like, what? It was a little bro got caught. And he was like, what are you doing? He was like, I was jerking off. And he's like, I couldn't hear you. He's like, I said it clear. <laughs> and he was like, I was jerking off. And everyone's like, why would you do this to your kids? But I thought that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, but I think you did summarize it pretty good, saying, like, you're, that's what you're supposed to be doing is taking care of your kid. <laughs> yeah. So while you're reaching out for accolades, like, personally, dude, I feel like everybody should assume... As long as my kids look healthy, they're happy when they see them, like, that I'm doing everything I need to behind closed doors. I'm feeding them. I'm bathing them. I'm spending time playing with them, trying to teach them shit. I'm taking them out, showing them the world. I'm letting them interact with people out in the world, and I'm not filming it. I'm kind of coaching their interactions. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like I need to post that so I can get validation or justification from other people being like, dude, that was... What you did there, the way you had a Kia at the cash register paying for her own shit was just fucking symphonic, dude. Like, right. just just the way you you fucking worked that was, like, orchestral. You know what I mean? I agree. Like, oh, thanks, dude. Yeah, it was a well-oiled machine. I mean, don't get me wrong. If your kid's out there doing work, like, I don't know, like you got a son that won a wrestling tournament or a daughter that just destroyed this ballet recital or something, like, by all means, That's cool, yeah. celebrate it. But I don't need to... Here, I know that my homegirl from yesterday. My homegirl sends me videos of her son. Sometimes you'd be like, I'm gonna whoop your ass, and that shit is funny <laughs> as fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, make it entertaining or something, but like, I don't know. And it's, I don't know. I like, again, I'm not trying to sound insensitive or call do, anybody do, out specifically. Do y'all got a type C charger somewhere? Somewhere. Yeah. yeah. My, my vape died. Mine was over there. It, I feel like it probably got There's there. gotta be one floating around. For me, the whole kids on Facebook thing is weird, because, like, maybe I'm just paranoid, but, like, predators are, like, a real fear for me. Like, you're putting, like you guys said, the, if your kid wins a West wrestling tournament, super, super cool, but now yeah, it's sure. totally public where your kid goes to school. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or shout out where dad. your kid goes to ballet, that your kid's in gymnastics from six to seven on Mondays at this place, you know? Yeah. 
and you don't get there till fucking ten minutes before pickup. Right. It's it's freaky to me personally, but I feel weird about like those family TikTok channels and stuff too. Like you're, I feel like it's exploitation. Like you're definitely yeah. Let your kids be fucking kids. And then you know I've also had the fucking conversations behind closed doors and up around the podcast. <laughs> I don't think about like. And I've never been on OnlyFans, so I, I only know what I hear. But you got all these fucking bitches that just turn 18, and they already know they want to get on OnlyFans because for some reason they think that, like, and I, don't get me wrong, obviously it, it, it's lucrative, so it's kind of proven, but they're like, oh, you know, I'm highly desired because I'm 18, I'm young, I'm barely legal, like, literally. But the thing is, like, that mindset, I think, only gets set from parents that are literally just taking pictures of their, of their kids posting them online, normalizing it, normalizing them being out there, whether it's, you know, they're singing their ABCs for the first time all the way up to where they're graduating high school. They're And again, like you said, dude, yeah, big achievements, cool. Film it, post it. I'm so proud of my son, whatever. Amazing. Like, that's cool. If that's what you want your Facebook full of, definitely post some family achievements. But when it gets down to, like, the nitty-gritty and you go back through your timeline and you got... 10,000 fucking pictures and it's from your kid being 3 to 18 and it's every time you take him to get ice cream you're filming, handing them an ice cream cone or whatever the fuck stupid thing it is you're just normalizing them being in front of that camera, being online and then being in the public eye online, even though it's not town square, it's still town square but virtually, you know, so you're literally putting them on a pedestal against their will until they're 18, right they don't have a say in whether or not you post a picture I mean, there's all sorts of little funny videos where, like, a mom takes a picture with her kid, and her kid's like, don't post that. And her mom's like, but I look good in it. It's even worse you know? now. <laughs> now these moms are buying their 10, 12-year-olds uh, Galaxy S, God knows whatever, and they're on damn near every social media app there is. Mm-hmm. And their justification is, well, I go through it. You think if that mm-hmm. child can use that social media app that they don't know how to keep from you what they don't want you to see? Right. Because I assure you. I assure you, when I had a phone, and it was way more simpler than the phones that we got now, I figured out how to hide shit from my parents. Dude, and even deeper than that, like, you give your kid a phone, like, like, to Bree's point, the predators, dude. Dude, that's what I want to shout out. They think just just because you see a fucking 16-year-old girl in her cheerleading fucking whatever the fuck, she goes to, like, a cheerleading convention or competition or whatever the fuck it is, just because you see that, you're not going to be like... If you're a predator, let me pretext it with that. You're not going to be like, yeah, you know what? Let me just DM her really quick. It's not going to hurt. I'll just be friendly. I'm not going to say anything implicating. I'm not going to say anything suggestive. I'm just going to say, hey, congratulations on your fucking third place. You know what? I mean, it it happens every fucking day. I mean, I went through it with Kia, dude. Went through it with Kia through Roblox. Yeah. So it's it's like meeting people in the chats on Roblox. It's like, that's why she doesn't have a phone now, honestly. (laughs) Because it's like, obviously, you're not mature enough to handle it, you know, or at least bring it to my attention or your mom's attention or Bree's attention, like uh, an adult's attention to fucking figure out how to handle it or whether or not you should. Like, you obviously went outside your bumpers and did something we told you not to do, which is talk to people that you don't know before you talk to, like all the fucking things. And that's like Roblox. Now, imagine if you're posting fucking pictures on Facebook or fucking Instagram or you're posting a fucking video on TikTok where you do a little spin and people are like, oh, you know, she kind of had a nice ass. Let me just let me just add her really quick. I'll follow her and then I'll watch her for three years till she gets an OnlyFans, you know. 
It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. That's why I want to shout out Dev. It's Dads Against Predators, and they're actively finding pedophiles, and they smack the fuck out of them when they can mm-hmm. find them. And I'm like, I just yeah, want to be yeah. clear of the banging you hear. I forgot. There's a guy up there that's working on my roof that <coughs> shouldn't be for some reason. It's Sunday. It's illegal. I messaged to Kirsten and asked if it was them. No, just... it's not. It's, okay, cool. It's the guy next door. And uh, I kind of want to go out and say something to him. not going to lie. No, you're all right. I like, mean, bro, it's Sunday. You know, it's not legal. I mean, he don't have power tools going. That, that would be the issue. Yeah, oh yeah, just sitting there, sitting there hammering. I mean, it, to me, it's kind of funny. But on that, dude, yeah, we, we got this. We started renting this house, and uh, that, I like it. There's a light up here in the kitchen. It smells very leaking nice. Water, bro. Thank you. Or sorry, started leaking water. Right? No, not a lot, but a decent enough for me to be pissed. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then the, my shower was also like in the the fan, the poop fan is what I call it. You turn on when you poop. Yeah, yeah. Or when you take a shower and uh, the ventilator. That was leaking water out of that, out of the vent part. And I said something, and he said, "Oh well, it's just coming out of this little part." And then they came over and fixed it allegedly. And then I had more water coming in my kitchen after that. And I'm like, bro, there's uh, no, there's a people above that. So that's a, like a whole nother problem, you know? Right? Yeah. And it got to the point where I was telling him, I'm not going to pay you in order to, in order to get, for him to get somebody over here. And he's like, well, it's winter. And I'm like, right. I'm like, so either discount my rent or give me my security deposit back and I'll go somewhere else. And he's like, oh, well, you're not going to find anywhere for what I'm giving it to you. And I was like, well, I bet you it won't leak. Bitch, bet. Yeah, it'll be watertight, bitch. Shit. <laughs> so anyways, now Try he's up there on me. Sunday pounding away. He's got this guy up there trying to fix it. Honestly, dude, I, I, I don't mind it. It's, it's, uh, dude, listen. I'm not trying to be fancy with this thing, right? Like, For I sure. go to my grandpa's, the fucking fridge goes off in the background. He got people walking the in and out. The fridge goes off. Oh, yeah, like the fridge fucking, when it, when it goes to cool, it fucking... I've heard a yeah. Oh, I'm thinking like a smart fridge. Oh, like your no. water's cold enough. Come get it. Doo, doo, doo. Water's right. full. Doo, doo. You know, whatever. I, your ice eggs tray. are bad. Ice tray full. <laughs> I was going to say that your fridge goes off like, yeah, your meat's bad, bitch. It's yeah, just stank. Get it out of here. Your fridge is roasting you in the background, dude. You haven't opened <laughs> me in six hours, you sad fuck. Like, yeah, I know you need to hydrate. <laughs> you know what I mean? You thirsty bitch. Yeah. You yeah. put that, you put that. You put that back. Should have had a V8. That. Right. Like, yeah, it's got the camera so it knows you're in the living room. It's not like you're napping somewhere. <laughs> you like you know walk I mean? towards the fridge and it's, it's like, like too soon. Win. Turn around. <laughs> it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's like, oh, wait, did you know that I could see you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like literally, dude, you walk out of the fridge and it's like, no, you were just in here, dude. If you eat that, you're going to exceed your calorie budget for the day. <laughs> that's going to be a spicy shit later, boy. It's going to be that Mountain Dew back. Grab a water. Dude, that's China right now. I guarantee they got fridges that tell them, dude, you were just in here. Oh. You're going to run out of your rations if you fucking keep at this pace. Oh. They're they like locks. You they got toilets open. that scan or observe. I don't know how they do it, but they got toilets that like will tell you what's wrong with you because of your poop. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, had a crazy I don't know night. if they scan it or what happens or if it like it breaks up what? as it goes through, but they like your toilet in China, they got it to where you poop and then you hit click a flush button and then I it'll pop up on the screen like if if you're dehydrated or like what you need to do to be healthy. Oh, I had a crazy thought. I don't know. So like, like you know how they say the elites eat babies, right? All yeah. that fancy yeah. shit. Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> what I do. All that right fancy turn? Shit. Hell yeah. Deep so, dive. Deep so, yeah. Adrenochrome so, or whatever. Right. Yeah. Well like why you like you know, they said, like, China, you can only have, like, one baby. You can only have one son and one daughter. And yeah. then they took all the other babies from them after that. Yeah. 
elites eat babies. Oh, yeah? No, dude. Here's what happens. If you were to impose that in America, here's what would happen. Let's just do a thought experiment. You get one one child, right, from 2024 till we decide different. There'd be a lot more employed women. Well, here, here's what I'm getting at. That's definitely <laughs> that's definitely one of the spokes, right? You're going to have women that decide they don't need to be at home to take care of one kid all day, right? So you get more women in the workforce, for sure. Definitely. Uh, abortion becomes something that's... Uh, not really argued over because it's a state mandate. I right? feel like the the our whole entire population, our IQ, would probably jump. Yeah, well, that's what I, that's what I'm getting at. So overall, you have an abortion clinic or clinics that become kind of mandatory because if somebody accidentally gets pregnant, they're only allowed one kid. What are you going to do? Well, you got to abort. And like them. Alex Jones said, they keep them little fuckers alive after they give them abortions and sell the organs. Possibly, I don't. The babies. I would. I would need to know more about human biology to know if it even be possible. After that is one hundred percent true. It's been proven. What? What? Uh, what I just said about that them you keeping can the keep. Ba- yeah, I know you they can. Keep the and but they it, sell the organs. But at scale, I don't know. Like what the reality of doing it at scale would be. I could see like small operations. Ask China. I would love to. <laughs> I would love to shit down. Sit down with fucking. Ping. I know this shit Anybody now from China want to comment, answer that question? Zhao Jingping, just sit here great. and be like, all right, Xi sir. Jinping. Xi Jing, whatever it is. Yeah, just sit down with Xi and be like, hey, man. I don't think you'd be able to understand anything he said. Let me ask you something. When you went to L.A., did you see any homeless people on the streets? Because they're fucking everywhere. No. Can't, I want to talk to Kim Jong-un or whatever. All your fucking hackers, have they ever hacked any of our social media that we don't fucking screen to you guys? So, I don't know. You can see, like, uh, soft white underbelly. Like the guy that does all the interviews in Skid Row. Have you ever seen any of those? Because what you saw and what is actually going on here is two different things. Kind of like probably what we're seeing from you and what's actually going on is two different things. You know? Like the shit that sneaks through is fucking sad. Like the people that are jumping off the fucking... uh, What's that building? The iPhone building? Yeah. What is that building called? No idea. The iTower? I want to say it's like Hascom or some shit, but I don't think it is. But anyway, there. Yeah, so you got these factories building iPhones and shit. There's all sorts of facilities like that, dude. But um, Foxconn, but they're like most known for it because the whole world has iPhones. You know what I mean? The and whole world doesn't have nice. Chinese fighter jets, and the same thing is going on at those manufacturing facilities. But anyway, the shit that sneaks through is disturbing. But what's going on behind the doors that isn't sneaking through? Right. Like North Korea, dude. You just said you'd like to sit down with fucking. Yeah, I got questions. <laughs> I got questions for that motherfucker. Okay, but you look at Kim Jong, dude. Like the military is the best taking care of people there. Like the like. So the they pe- tell you the people that do escape and are defectors are like. There's some of the saddest fucking stories I've ever heard. Of people yeah, that are coming that out of North Korea. How do you know that she wasn't sent here to tell that story to get to push some sort of narrative, bro? They have that country down on such a fucking tight knit lock. When you go visit there, they have journalists go there. You're only allowed to go to certain areas. They oh, don't yeah. let you see behind the curtains, dude. Bro. They set up whole cities. Like that's just, the whole movie. The interview was about with right. uh, James Franco and Seth Rogen. Right, but that lady that you were talking about was talking about how like you know they 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 make it so where that Kim dude is your dad before your actual dad is your dad. Yeah, he's a god type head. stuff, and like he goes in poop, and he's a god, and all this extra stuff. And I was like, I want to sit down with them and. Let's play quarters. Let's play bloody knuckles, bro. Like he invented math. Like, like I want. I just want you. I just. Math. I just feel like it's rightful 
I mean, for I would, his people to know that he bleeds too. I would love to fucking pour the dude a drink with a little X lax in it. Yeah. Lock my bathroom door and just see what poop. happens. Yeah, dude. You, don't poop. you know what I mean? Yeah. Be like, oh hey, he's a god. So you are a human. Weird. Science experiment. But no, for real though, like those people, dude. I just want to ask you because you said, how do we know she's not a plant? What benefit would they have other than to make them seem less terrible? Than to have these stories come out like you know you gotta for, it's a fear monger, you gotta catch and eat rats you gotta fucking catch and eat grasshoppers you grow anything the fucking government takes it to make people poop. to make people not want to go there and if you don't meet their poop quota they can't he doesn't go. want outsiders to go there people That's already just can't sh- go there though well, like right. you can't go there but people can't but also the journalists can yeah. and, and there's like treaties and shit that, that allow people to go there for like what you would call here a, a, a welfare check i just want to say i'm not trying to corner you, know you but i do have a a, a, a series of questions okay absolutely, absolutely so what happens then if like dude I, i've heard stories of like i can't remember the wrestler it might have been uh hogan that went over there but there's been a couple of people that have gone over there and they were scared they couldn't leave right right like so what so what happens with their borders where they're literally shooting people that are fleeing through their borders like have you ever seen the video of the dude that tries to escape in the fucking stolen jeep like once he got to south korea dude they were like we got you dude you know what i mean but just that fucking bo- and then their border was enforced beyond that like why would he not want people to leave if it wasn't you know what i mean like what's the benefit of keeping people there if you don't want people coming in like because there's going to be a certain point like we know you're going to get inbred beyond a certain point and what is he? What would he be trying to hide? What would the benefit be being that small of a country, where you don't want people coming in? Like America right now, half the country wants, or over half wants, open borders, dude. And I mean, they think it's going to do nothing but progress us. Whether it's you're letting in scientists, you're letting in people with more drive because they were raised in an area like I'm assuming North Korea is, where they appreciate fucking everything they have, whether it's on their plate in their vehicle, fucking at their job. Everything is appreciated. You know what I mean? Why would you not want people to escape or to come in? Like, I I, I don't have that answer. I'm sure there's there's well plenty, in theory you know, though. If, like, let's well, just if I were to let my imagination go, right? Um, That's what I'm asking. Slavery. They could be hiding some sort of sort of type of slavery. Um, child slavery. Africa, sure, sure. But we everywhere, don't, dude. Yeah, China. I mean, we were just talking about sure. it here. But what I'm what saying is, like, their religious beliefs, for example, they might not want certain things getting out. For all we know, they do sacrificial bullshit that we would consider, like, war crimes against their own people. And in order for us to not get involved, they, they are hiding it. You know what I mean? This lady that, 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 that uh, escaped and ended up on Joe Rogan's podcast. Naomi Park. Naomi mind Park. Mind you. Naomi yeah. Park? So she, she is Naomi. a... She was a seeking what is it seeking asylum 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 found it and then ended up on the biggest podcast in the country. But right, you got to remember too, like, I want to talk to you guys. That's why you're on the podcast. Like he he's not media. If she was going to be in media, dude, she would have been on like CNN and everything else. And I think she was, but she only gets that time slot and she gets shut down because she's not saying what media wants right but, i mean look that. at he fucking she was a plant robert kennedy that. jr like he was on joe rogan because joe rogan wanted to talk to him joe rogan's got a different target audience and the people that watch joe rogan aren't the people watching the news every day 
And this is true. I feel like that has a lot to do with it. But it, there's also the not thinkers. many people watching the news every day. That's what that's what they don't understand, dude. It's like right. they think they're still the mass media and they're not. Well, that's the thing, though. I feel like we haven't we haven't mixed up. I feel like there's a lot more people watching the news than we see. They're Just old. because you know what I mean. I feel like there's a lot more brainwashed people out there that would be like, well, why wouldn't you watch the news? Oh, I'll show you this video of all these hundreds of news stations repeating the same thing. Yep. Saying the same thing word for word, and you like you said earlier, it's the one family that owns all of the media. You don't think the news stations are a part of that because they definitely are. That's, that's where it came from. Yeah, yeah they're media. That's yeah. one of the reasons that I, I respect just, Tucker Carlson so much. Right. He left Fox because he was like they, they tried saying he was wrong. Fuck that guy, dude. Yeah, <laughs> Tucker Carlson. No, the dude oh. banging. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Tucker. I don't mind you. You're a fly fisherman. Hello. But, uh, yeah, dude, I just feel like there's, and you know, <laughs> I'm not trying to get too into the weeds, but I just feel like North Korea is probably worse than we think it is, just like China's probably worse than we think it is, just like, like America everywhere. is probably worse than most of the world thinks it is, because it's not like we don't have, what's the word I'm looking for? Propaganda. We don't have counter-propaganda machines fucking running right now that are, that are telling you the world, hey, that. you know. Borders are fucking open. Those, those commercials they have where it's like, oh, for two pennies a day, you can feed a starving child in fucking Africa. They have commercials for Americans like that in China. Yeah, dude, yeah. It's all a lie. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, you know? dude. It's and like, every which way, like like you said, like, like China's probably way better off, and we're probably way better off than we're leading to be. We're only seeing what they let us see. When, when was the last time you left the country to go see for yourself? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Even look up the pictures of, like, you know, the tourist destinations and, like, the, the, what it says and what it actually is, for example. That alone should tell you, you know, how much you don't know. And I, I do want to clear up. When or we I say, don't know now. When I say America, I mean the United States because North America is obviously Canada, Mexico. So then you got right, South America. Right. So you got America, the Americas, but, the but I mean the U.S., yeah. And, dude, here's the other thing, like. Not trying to get too conspiratorial, but how deep do you think it goes with us working with the cartels? Oh, I think 100%. Well, like, that's what uh, <clears throat> McAfee said. He said it in, like, the documentary, and, like, the girl even said in the documentary, she said, well, we probably won't air this because we don't want to get... But he said, like, he That gave, shit was rough, dude. He gave them, like, you know, he gave the Senate or whoever, you know, all these laptops to find information that they were trying to indict him, and he said, I didn't find that, but I found out that the leader of South America was the biggest drug trafficker and the leader of uh, another country was the biggest human trafficker mm-hmm. and like all this like all the like it's yeah it's deep as shit so 100% <clears throat> I think we're definitely like I believe the Woody Harrelson thing too like he was on SNL and he was like imagine like the biggest drug cartels got up and said like everybody's gonna take this drug and like it was right after COVID you know it was basically like saying the same thing about yeah. the vaccines like you know they are the cartels you know but that, well, and that's the thing. Like, dude, how is like, El Chapo so famous for so long? He was, like, you know, talking to Sean Penn. Sean Penn was going to play him in a movie. He wasn't even in prison yet. You know what I mean? He was still dealing all these fucking drugs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how? You know, he was he was suspected of all the murders then. You know, they were cool with it, though. But then, as soon as they get sick of you, that's just like Osama Bin Laden. Osama Bin Laden was, like, a famous dude. You know, like, not famous, but very wealthy. And we taught him, dude. <clears throat> Yeah, you know, he, he was a CIA agent, exactly. And then, like, his sister's still famous in Hollywood. His sister's in Hollywood, all over Hollywood. I've seen, like, like a bunch of pictures of her with famous people. And, like, how would you feel if I told you this was Osama Bin Laden's sister? Yeah, he worked with us. We trained him so he could fight the Muj, man. And then, the yeah. Mujahideen. 
And then we fucking went against him and made him the fucking, like, he was never on the What? But here's the thing. Did we kill him or did we kill his double? Because you know people that are that high profile have doubles, dude. Clones, yeah. For like, sure. would, it, would it not be smart Same with, to just fucking, uh, you get your, your double killed? Here's the thing, dude. Like, they say when, when he was killed, he was high on heroin, right? Like, he he was, he had his daughter and one of his wives there or some shit. I can't remember the exact details around that. But I remember he was high on heroin. Now, personally, if I had a double that I was setting up, I have... Hold on. If I'm running the Taliban, Al-Qaeda, whatever, I'm going to have people that are on the inside that never get found, right? And they're relaying information back to me. Now, whether it's all the way up the chain or somewhere in the middle, I'm going to know roughly what's going on. Now, if I know that I've, I've got somebody that has an idea of where I'm at. They're going to fly some choppers in across this fucking country border. They're going to land. They got 12 minutes to kill me because they, they think I'm here. Why would I not put my double there? Say, hey, I need you to be here tonight. Have him killed and then just fall off the mat because they think they got me. Or maybe they know they didn't get me, but publicly we came to an agreement that, hey, let's just say you killed Osama. We'll fucking end it. That'll get us one step closer to you ending your fucking 20-year war. You say you killed me, you take pictures, he looks like me, he's my double, and then I just, I don't resurface. That's like what they did with Hitler, supposedly. Like, supposedly, you know. Fuck, went to Argentina. Yeah, they tested the body and said that he was never found. You know, the Russian, the body that the Russians said was Hitler was a 35-year-old woman, it was not Eva von Braun. You know, and then there's a... That's crazy. There's a, there's a, (laughs) there's like a city or a country in Argentina that speaks German. But also, look at their elevation, like, they live in the climate that, I don't know, it's german (laughs) like it's like like if you were to want the same climate here that you find in michigan but you're gonna move somewhere else dude you'd probably go to like northern wyoming you know north dakota south dakota border maybe southern alaska like you're gonna i mean fuck anywhere in canada damn near it's gonna have the same climate we have now i don't know maybe greenland iceland actually it'd be probably iceland because greenland is the icy one right yeah so probably greenland anywhere in northern china southern russia like you're gonna find the same amount of approximate climate so why wouldn't you if you're looking for that why wouldn't you defect somewhere around the world it's not like you you live in a little bubble where you're at like you could find other little bubbles similar to yours all over whether it has whether it's because of your elevation your fucking time of day that you're looking at, your just overall climate. Like, it's not like you can't find it. It's a big world. Even though it's small, it's a big world. It's out there, dude. You could find it in Africa. Guaranteed. Stupid. Stupid for us to think that, yeah, I don't know, they got him. And that was before, like, everybody had cameras. That was before, like, modern technology, right. dude. 100%. So, so much easier. Which is actually something I, I did want to bring up. I wanted to get your guys' opinion on something. I, I wish I would have wrote it down last night, but I had this this thought where I was thinking, like, let's say advanced civilization is 30,000 plus years old. Like, you know how they go back? Tartaria like, or something? Like the, well, the Egyptians, right? They, they supposedly have, like, a log of kings back to, like, 30,000 years, like rulers, all that good shit. Let's say that that's true. Okay, but we evolved on a different technological timeline where our technology is taking us to AI. We have cell phones. We have all these right 
all these things, but we can't build big ass structures like the pyramids, right? <laughs> right? We can't build that. There's a lot of things that we can't do that they did somehow. What if our technology is taking us along on a path where we're going to run out of natural resources and collapse? Because they may have went along on a different path where they were using replenishable resources, whether it's the Earth's gravitational field, right, the heat from the core, who knows. And then yet we're mining lithium, we're doing all these things, we're burning coal, we're burning oil, we're using all these non-renewable resources, and it's just going to take us on this fucking bottleneck path to self-destruction regardless. And what if these people in the upper echelon know that? Right? And it's kind of in their best interest, like, what's that What's that movie on Netflix everybody was freaking about Obama was part of? Living in Color or something like that? No. I know what you're talking about. I can't something remember the name of it. Leave the Earth Behind or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, leave, leave the World Behind, I think it is, something like that. Yeah. Oh, I missed that one. Mm-hmm. I haven't it's, seen it's, it, but it's, I heard it's about it. It's not a bad movie. It's kind of a mind fuck. But somewhere in that movie, the guy, there's one of the main characters, and he said, he's like an art dealer or some shit. And he says, hey, one of my top clients, you know, he's like a top, like one of the top people in the world. And he's got this bunker. And he called me and said, like, basically, like, you guys are fucked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you have a way to get out, get out now. And what if that's literally what it is, is these people are using, I mean, it would make sense on why there's such a depravity or a discrepancy in, like, how much a CEO or president makes versus their highest paid lower employee, you know what I mean? Or maybe some of these companies, like, I'm just going to say, like, Pfizer, right? One of the one of the highest revenue-producing companies in the world, maybe that person in charge Maybe not the face of it like the president, but somebody that's behind the scenes as a top investor is using those funds to do something like Elon Musk is doing with fucking SpaceX, right? He's trying to get off the planet in a way that's realistic, sustainable, right? Where he can move people, whether it's himself or not. Well, what if they're doing this sort of research with these funds? And that's why they're such like even with taxes. Maybe our government knows that this fucking super volcano is going to blow. And they're like, oh, we got we got to hike taxes, dude. We got to tax your check. So we got to tax your income. Then we got to tax everything you buy at the store. Other it's just than hard for me to wrap my head around that when they can just print money. They got cards that they just swipe and there's no limit. And they don't got to take care of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the government just paid. It's like, I don't know. I'm not saying that's where our taxpayers are going to those cards. But I know they for a fact that. If you're up into a certain part of that branch, there's no limit to what you need to do your job. Right. So, I don't know. I just I just feel like maybe past civilizations had technology better than ours or greater than ours. 100%. The only thing is they weren't as connected. Because it seems like our technology has been gearing toward connection and ease, right? Like we were joking earlier about your fucking fridge talking shit to you. Being like, hey, fat fuck, listen, dude. If you've eaten everything you've taken out of me earlier, you've already taken in 2,300 calories. And it's noon. You know what I mean? Like, you really pulled out a whole slab of bacon. You didn't put it back, so I know you didn't cook half of a fucking pound of bacon. You know what I mean? You took out fucking two eggs. 
I weighed them when you put when you put the carton back. You took two eggs out. After you got two words out, shut the fuck up, fruit. I'm plug your bitch ass. You, dude, you took a, a cup and a half of milk out of your fucking gallon jug because when you put it back in here, I weighed it. So I'm assuming you made pancakes, right? Did you eat the whole? Because fu- I didn't. I didn't notice a, a stack of pancakes being put back in the fridge. So did you eat a whole stack of pancakes and a pound of bacon? You fat fuck. Like you know what I mean? Like, God damn right. I did. Like like what? Well, I'm just saying like. Make I feel our technology pancakes. is going that direction where you can wear a little fucking watch on your wrist that says, hey, dude, you got eight hours of sleep last night. Six of it was good. Well, that's like in bench warmers when they went and pissed in Bill Gates' house. It was like you told them about their pee. Right. But but that's what I'm saying. We're, we're on that path, whereas maybe 20,000 years ago, 10,000 years ago, the Egyptians were like, hey, dude, we found this out. Like, if you walk around barefoot, you stay grounded. You don't have to worry about fucking insulating yourself from the earth, right? You ground... You're going to be less stressed. You're not going to have to worry about fucking your sleep or anything like that because you, you live a sustainable life. And then, you like know, we also have the, the ability to levitate shit. We can levitate fucking obelisks out of a fucking slab of stone that's 100 yards long. You what know, we they, can levitate other shit. On somewhat of a religious aspect, what if they did what they were trying to do? What do you mean? Like the Leave? Egyptians were trying to ascend into whatever... It's the same thing about the, like, the Aztecs of the Mayans. Like, right. Where did they go? Like, what if they, what if they, their god or whatever came down and was like, yo, you guys did what the fuck you were supposed to do, so we're out. <laughs> and then, boom, fucking raptured their asses. And then fucking catastrophic catastrophes all over the world to eliminate everything else. And then, and then it restarted, and here we are. And that's probably happened God knows how many times. Okay. And the only thing that stood that still stood was some of their structures. Dude, so let me throw this at and you. And the only man. bodies that you find are the shit people that were left behind or already buried before they raptured the motherfuckers. Let me throw this at you then. We know that six to eight hundred thousand years that fucking volcano goes off, right? Right. So what if it's literally so catastrophic that we don't have a full Because dude, I think I've talked about this on the podcast with Frisbee. If you were to take the fucking desert, like, over there by the fucking pyramids, and you were to excavate the desert, what would you find buried in that sand that's hundreds of feet beneath where the fucking pyramids are built? Well, they already say that there's stuff under the Sphinx, there's a room that they won't open, that whatever, and then they're, they've also speculated that the pyramids are way, you know, they, they could almost, yeah, they, well, they could almost be pillars. You know I mean, it's just the top of a pillar poking out. Yeah. Dude, that's... Uh, if you blow dude, sand up into a corner of the room over the course of time, that whole corner is going to be all the way up the damn wall. Right. So, I hear you. And, well, and dude, just speaking on your pyramid, what's the top of an obelisk look like, dude? A fucking pyramid. Bars. That's mind-blowing, dude. So, what if what if you were to excavate beneath it? Would it be a giant obelisk? I think so. There's three of them. I mean, they, they got uh, them all over the world. All we know is what they say. We went into this chamber beneath the pyramid, yada, yada. We found well, they this also ship. Said, they'll also tell you that the pyramids were, you know, tombs, and there's never been a single body found inside of a pyramid. No. And, dude, why would you spend 600 years building a pyramid to put a body in it? And there's not it's open not rooms. Work. Like, when you go, when you see the movie The Mummy, and they go into the pyramid, and it's just this big open space, and there's, like, statues everywhere. Yeah, no. That's not what the pyramids are. It's, like, solid stone. There's, like, tunnel ways. Yeah. Yeah. Small petite tunnel ways to get through like you have to walk one in an individual single file line to get through can you imagine those blueprints 
You can pop out of I mean, that dude. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, the build prints, dude. Yeah. The, and, like, at scale, they're moving these giant fucking rocks. They all got to fit. I think they did it by, like, sound technology, like, like vibrational, almost because of uh, Edward Lee Scald, and I think we talked about this before on the podcast, but the guy that did the Coral Castle, he was one dude, mm-hmm. my height, like, like five foot fucking three or some shit, and he built, you know, the only modern megastructure, and mm-hmm. it was a Coral Castle, and, like, these things weigh tons, and all he had was a tripod and a little black box. And he moved it. By himself. With the tripod and a little black box. Like, the whole location. He decided, you know, this isn't the right spot. I want to move it, like, 12 miles south of here, whatever the fuck. So he literally hired a company to drive a truck. They dropped the truck off with the flatbed trailer. He would tell them, hey, go ahead and take a 15-minute break. When you come back, I'll have this 20-ton stone on the fucking trailer. And they were like, okay. Dude comes back, and fucking stone's on the trailer. Like, no witnesses, no nothing. Done by a little homeboy. And, like, he moved it fucking 12 miles or more, like, one stone at a time by himself. And loaded said, the trailer and everything by him fucking self. And he said, like, I've, I found the technology that they used to build the pyramids. And that that is one of the things that also makes me wonder, like, like you were saying, like, what if they've just left? What if they know, dude, every six to 800,000 years, like, this is your window to get the fuck out of here? What if there is a time limit? What if it is a ticking time bomb, and the reason why the government's withholding, like, what we're here, what we actually are, why we're here, like, they could have some sort of crazy agenda. Dude, somebody was telling me the other day that the moon, on some spiritual shit, that the moon was a soul catcher. I've heard that. I've heard that theory. Yeah. So, like, when you die at night, and the moon's above you, when you die type shit, like, like, you don't go where you're supposed to go. And that's a lot. Why a lot of like haunted shit comes out and comes to surface at nighttime, because the moon is as brightest at about three, four in the morning when it's fucking tip top. Yeah, up, you know what I mean. Just, I mean, I there, there's a lot of fucking. I don't want to say psycho, but wacky. Yeah, there's a lot of. We used to be able to go to the moon in a nanosecond, but we don't have the technology anymore. I, I mean, what would transport or uh, teleportation be, dude? <laughs> like, if you could move your atom, like. Okay, so quantum mechanics. If it was possible for you to just quantum move your atom. Yeah. That's it. Like if it was I believe like that it the takes moon no time. is, I don't know, I think it's possibly a spaceship. Because like, I heard like it was made, there's been things like, supposedly it was made on another planet 15,000 years ago, but then I watched that movie Moonfall, and like they were making planets for, like that's what the moon was, and Moonfall was like, you know, for agriculture and all this shit. Yeah. Why would we, and if we had the technology to go there in a nanosecond, but we lost it, why would we be going there? I mean, dude, it's the closest celestial body we have, so I mean... But it, I'm just saying, if we had the technology to go there in a nanosecond, you gotta think we, we had been going there all the time. I feel like they call it a satellite for a reason. Yeah? Yeah? Mars. On that, anybody gotta take a pee? Yes, take I, a I quick gotta break? Yeah, please. I do too. Okay, we'll stop this for a second. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Not gonna lie, that was a much needed break. Yeah, I was holding it in big time. Yeah, yeah, I was starting to get distracting though. That's why I had to pee. It was like okay, but yeah. Uh, so we're back. Anybody uh, have any revelations over our short little break? So you guys took a couple dabs. Anything yeah. coming to mind? Not, not a lot right now. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, um, senior. 
saw Al Qaeda, right? You, um, can, you can lift that up too, I'm so you don't kidding. have to. I don't, know, I don't want to talk about Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Um. What's your favorite color, bro? Mine? Let's get deep. Oh, fuck. Getting personal. You know? <laughs> All right. Uh, burgundy. Ooh, good color. No, Ron. Burgundy's mine. I don't know. It's just sexy. It looks good with a lot of shit. I like burgundy. I like red. But. I like seafoam green. Ooh. Ooh. I like a good, like, deep forest green. Okay, you know? uh, respectable. Yeah. Also, uh, I don't know what I don't know what shade of green it's called, but I like to call it fresh green. But I'm also a green, like a like a bright green. Is it darker? It's a little bit of both. I'm thinking it's, it like pops. If it's usually on like a jersey, it's like fucking okay, like, okay, yeah, like a rich, dark, like, a, like a rich green, like very okay. rich green, yeah, like emerald, sort maybe of, maybe an emerald, emerald green. green. You steal a dolphin's jersey, well, like that green? No, Isn't that's that like blue. blue. Is that blue? I yeah, don't know, blue. sports. That's like a little bit It's like that blue. Yeah, it's this more blue. of a... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very nice blue. I like that blue. Well, I, I, uh, I'd I, be remiss if I didn't start by saying, first off, thanks for the uh, twisted tea. Yeah, thank you. We're going to sample yeah, this. I like it. We're going to sample this on mic half and half. So it doesn't catch you. It's not carbonated. Okay. A lot of people That's are like, fine. wow, it's not carbonated. I'm like, it's tea. When the fuck has it ever been carbonated? Well, because it's alcohol, people think it's got to be carbonated. Because it's reason. in a can. It's not a four local. It's know. a twisted tea. I never thought that myself, but hey, people will be thinking, you know. It's tea. Oh, wow. It's nice. Oh, I wow. Like That's good. This is the half and half. They got like the original and like, a bunch of different flavors, but this is what yeah, I call it. I'm going to go get my Dude, own yeah, little chicken. This is my like grab a case of this before I go to the beach stuff. That's yeah, fucking yeah, good. Yeah, yeah that's the, this is perfect beach drink, dude. He's got chicken beers. Chicken beers? Chicken beers, yeah. Smirnoff chicken ice. Uh, chicken bouillon flavor. What? I'm Holy just kidding. Shit. No, they're like fruity. They call them chick beers. Mixed berry oh, or something. Chick beers, okay. I was like, what? All right, well, let me also uh, thank you guys for turning on a fan. For sure. Um, I did mention over the piss break that I would like to uh, publicly acknowledge you guys' hospitality. And... Uh, Turning on a fan while you're in here smoking. My face did get a little warm, but not, you know, not like last time we were. It's the beard Zach's. helps, right? It uh, it doesn't. No, because it, it kind of. Anything will pull it in. It traps, dude. Yeah, like uh, we almost had a fire in the Jeep, an electrical fire. Somebody, the previous owner, wired in some extra ribbon lights, and they put like a voltage regulator in it that was <laughs> not working. And I got a nice poof of smoke in the face. And it stuck to my beard pretty bad. Like, I washed it, got out of the shower, and was like, God damn. Had to wash it in the sink, dude. I had to, <laughs> I, I had to double dip on that motherfucker, dude. Fucking vinegar. Bad. Yeah, and I had to wash it hot. Some white vinegar. I had to wash it hot, because I was like, maybe it's just that plastic resin sticking to the beard, so I got it hot. Fucking combing you know? shampoo through your shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did that the first time. I, I usually let it sit on my face. Giggity. For like two minutes, you know, and then uh, maybe a minute, depending. You know, I usually shampoo my beard, my head at the same time, rinse it out of my hair, then throw a conditioner in, soap the old body up, then rinse it all off the face, the conditioner, all that shit. So it's like a minute to two minutes, and it didn't cut it. It didn't cut it. It was just like, I stepped out, dried it off. I wanted to hit it with the straightener, and it was like, am I straight? sprayed by a skunk. 
Well, dude, I thought my straightener was starting to catch fire. I, my first thought was like two electrical fires. You straighten your beard? Sometimes, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's boss. Sometimes. Like, I don't before work I or anything. But, I wish I yeah. could straighten my beard. I don't have a beard to straighten. I mean, it, it dude, it, it, I'm not going to lie. It feels better for like a couple hours. But if you're not like constantly combing it after you straighten it or you don't, like I'll, like, I'll straighten it and then I'll put like beard butter in it. <laughs> it feels great. You get a nice little airflow in there. What but, is beard butter? What is that made out of? I mean, I don't. Is that have, like some coconut oil or? Yeah, I don't. I don't have it with me, but I think it's yeah, like coconut oil. You got like the one I have now is sandalwood. Um, I had an almond one, which was fucking just awesome, dude. But it, yeah, it's almost like a conditioner, it's a little more creamy, kind of like lotion, I guess. You okay. massage in there, softens it up, yeah, smells good. It conditions the skin a little bit because, like, especially in the winter is when I grow it. And my my face is dry anyway because of the winter. And then, like, being under the beard, it gets flaky. So a little bit of that makes it to the skin, helps kind of condition that. It's just, it feels better. But it's, to me, it's not worth, I couldn't do it every day. Like, I couldn't get up an extra half hour early, wash my face, straighten my beard, put beard butter in it, and then carry I carry a comb anyway, but just to comb it out all day, put another dose of beard butter in around like two in the afternoon, I couldn't. And I know people out there would say, well, then you don't deserve a beard. It's like, bitch, I'll wear it how I want to fuck wear it. Like, I, I haven't, I haven't really waxed my mustache this year. Usually I, I used to wax it every fucking day. Now I only wax it like once or twice a week, maybe, you know? So, I don't know. Just kind of rustic with it, I guess. I couldn't imagine having a mustache or wax, dog. I just fucking... Gavin used to do that. He used to, like, do yeah. the fancy mustache all curly. It's nice, but it's work. Because it's, like, every fucking five, ten minutes, you're sitting there reshaping it, you know. Unless you get, like, super firm hold, but then, like, you're really restricted in what you do. Can't If you start sweating, it softens up and it starts to reshape itself. Got yeah, the it's... droopy, droopy fucking... Yeah, right, and then one side will start to pop out on me, so I'll see it in, like, my line of vision, and I can't fucking do it, so it's like I gotta push it back. like, fancy to a bull. Right. And then I gotta find another hair, like, I guess it'd be, like, the nutcracker cut, whatever they call that. Find another hair along, like, my lower upper chin, lower lip area to fuse it to, so it's like I'm almost welding my beard to fucking my mustache so it'll hold my face, you know, it's just... It's a lot of work. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should put that on my resume, dude. <laughs> Beard straightener. I can fuse fear, fucking face hairs, dude. It doesn't hurt. It is. Beauty you... is pain, right? Yeah. You know? Have you ever seen the competitions? No. The beard or mustache? Dude, they're fucking amazing. Like, these dudes are doing, like, starfishes with their fucking beard. Like, it's... What? Dude, it's nuts. It's nuts, dude. They do some phenomenal work. <laughs> like they, yeah. they spend all year dedicated to the competition. Yeah, growing Shout out to Elmer's Glue. They just in every they got their business in every fucking dude. Thing. They have they have to be using Elmer's God, dude because have you, you. I, you've never seen any of these fucking no dude. It's ridiculous. I've seen some wild haircuts though, and I tell you what, they my use favorite, Elmer's. Yeah. my favorite was uh, that chick that used the Gorilla Glue hairspray or not hairspray, but the Gorilla Glue spray. And the so foam, that, like the foaming. Well, it was, uh, no, it was, uh, really, she originally used got-to-be-glued hairspray. Okay. 
<laughs> but she ran out of her got to be glued hairspray, and right next to that was the Gorilla Glue spray. And she sprayed it in her hair. Blay! Her shit was solid. She had a helmet? <laughs> yes, literally. Literally, she had to, like, for like, go to a hospital two months and shit. until, yeah, what? the doctor offered yeah. to do it for free. Went to a hospital? Why? It was to on get, there, Because it was fucking, she gorilla glued her hair, bro. Like, to her scalp? Yeah, she was like, oh I, my she God. was like, I wash it, she's like, I wash it, nothing fucking happens. She, like, taps <laughs> like, on it, it's, like, rock hard. Yeah, like, laid ass. back in a ponytail, like a fucking helmet. It was crazy. <laughs> Holy shit. See, I was just thinking her hair, not, like, to her scalp. Yeah, that's fucked. I was going to say, why didn't she just cut her hair then, go bald for a couple days? Nah, you couldn't. I don't think that she was able to keep her hair either. I don't know. They had to use a... Well, it can't grow if it's glued to your scalp, dude. If you fucking glue them pores shut, you're fucked. It's a lot of ingrown hair. Dude. (laughs) Pimple poppers fucking dream, dude. Eventually, you'd probably just peel off like a Nazi scalp. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to get them Nazis, dude. I want want some scalp. I want all my scalps. Inglorious bastards, bro. Gang. What are you drinking, dude? Um, chick beers. Smirnoff Ice Blue Raspberry Lemonade. Look, I'm going to ask you what I asked Kia on our podcast. What are we doing? They're not paying us, dude. <laughs> what, what are we doing? Blood Twisted Teas? <laughs> what are, I know, that's what I'm saying. What and are we doing? And to be glued hairspray. And, yeah, and Gorilla Glue Spray, dude. What, are, what the fuck? Elmer's, dude, what are we doing? Yeah, none of these sponsors, your hair to your scalp, definitely. <laughs> none of these people are paying for us. Chubs. No, I'm just fucking around. Not sponsored content. Yeah, she, uh, she brought up Hobby Lobby. Pose. That's true. <coughs> Going should, out of your way. You should be sponsoring all the fucking sponsors we always hear about. You know what I mean? You know, active ones that you know, throw us some cash, mm. dog. Better help. Blue Chew. Blue Chew. <laughs> Blue Chew. Reach out. What's the food one? Poo-foo. Buy us. Fuck you. Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens. Uh, then you got Butcher Box. Butcher Box. Yeah, Butcher Box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's that yellow ice cream truck with the swan on it? Schwann. Schwann's. Schwann's. <laughs> hell yeah. They got dope ice cream. Dude, the best fucking ice cream, dude. I like the really good food. The They're best. making me hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. We should order a pizza or something. We should order a pizza. I should order a pizza. I'm not going to shout out any pizza business, though. <clears throat> I hate all, all of them suck around here. here. Main will, Street Pizza. I will just make a note. We're at uh, <laughs> two hours. I'm not going to see what race he was. <laughs> Alright, two more to go. So we got, yeah, probably another hour. Well, <coughs> the wife starts work tonight, so. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. She's excited. New opportunities. She is. She's excited. It's going to take me a half hour for me to get here. Oh, yeah. Definitely not ordering delivery. Oh. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bank on me being here for pizza if you do order, though that does sound good. I just don't like the, the pizza places that deliver around here. Oh, yeah. Good. Sorry, I had you. Hit just, it two more times. Just that banging going on in the background. He was completely quiet as soon as we stopped. I know. He, he didn't quiet. do shit. He took his break when we right. took... He was probably listening in yeah, live. Yeah, he's a good he's idea. Like, you know what? Yeah, I have been working hard for the last <laughs> two hours to sabotage this <laughs> podcast, dude. Fuck. Piece of shit. <laughs> he's probably fucking... Dude, you know what? Fuck that guy and fuck pie, dude. Both of them guys. Fuck both of them. Fuck Pi's gonna hate Sometimes you. Sometimes I feel like he's hitting it too hard. <laughs> nah, dude. He's hitting that shit too hard. I shouldn't hate like, you, dude. You're doing damage, bro. Yeah, you should have been here. Where was you at for the podcast, bro? He brought your contract too, you old goofy looking bitch. Gang. Gang. <laughs> and I love you, Pi. I'm just, you know. 
Uh, I hope you're listening to this when you're trying to drive a pylon into a fucking lake bottom somewhere, dude. But you don't listen, so. But yeah, you don't listen, so fuck you, dude. (laughs) If you did listen, though, I'd love you that much more. Guys. So yeah, uh, what were we talking about before? Religion? (sighs) Religion and... So let me ask you something, because I asked my daughter this, not on mic, unfortunately. But I asked her, I was like, hey, so what do you think about, like, uh, the telephone game? Because, I mean, we've all played the telephone game. You know, you got a ring of people. One person says something to somebody at one end. They whisper it to their neighbor all the way to the other end. The last person says it out loud, and it's rarely, if ever, the exact same thing the first person said, right? Mm-hmm. Now, history is never-ending. Right, even before we had written history, it's still history. It's just not recorded. Yeah, we have undocumented. Right, but it happened. We have undocumented history. I was stretching, sorry. But it happened, right? I had to get that on that thing. I was like, we're trying to do a podcast, motherfucker. Motherfucker, <laughs> I can turn hey. your mic down, dude. Jesus no, you're Christ. good. Just it's always it's never <laughs> the wrong moment to stretch it out. No, it's not. Fact. You fuck what anybody says. But so let's say you know. History is mainly oral giggity. Okay. There's only, what, 4,000 years of recorded? And if we want to look at like hieroglyphs, we might have back like 12,000 years. But even then, that's like up to inter- that's subjective. It's up to interpretation. That makes me mad. I hate when they come out and they're like, well, we found these hieroglyphs and this is what we think it means. Like, you, <sighs> bro. You don't know. There's you don't no know. way Bitch, for you to know that. You don't know. She. Like what they need to do Bitch, is they up. need to take they need to take a, somebody and dose them a macro dose on some some mushrooms or LSD or something, and then put them in front of those hieroglyphs and say, "What does it say?" Because mm-hmm. I feel like then and only then where are we really going to get the truth? Because that motherfucker's going to see it and be like, "Fucking." It makes sense now. Et yeah. phone home, and he's yeah. going to receive this information and ability, well, you know, to read that. Well, so let. Ooh. All I'm hurt, saying is Bill and I don't know. Bill oh, you're saying is what? Bill and I don't know. Bill and I ain't got no clue. Bill. You don't know. Bill, Bill. I love Bill, Bill but Bill, you don't know. Bill, 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 Bill Nye. Th- you don't know, fuck Bill Nye, dude. No. He's a flat earther now. He's not paying us. <laughs> He's always been. That'd He's be cool, though. Earth. He's sponsored <laughs> yeah. yeah. by Bill Nye. Yeah, you're right. He's always said the earth is a closed system. I just didn't know that. I wasn't aware. There's no way. Let me ask you guys something. Let's go around the room. We can start with either Zach. We'll start with senior. Sen- seniority. I'm not going to say what race you was. Age or beauty. If you had to pick three people that you, like, dream interview podcast, who would they be? Mm. Alive or dead. Preferably alive. But they could be either. And I don't want to hear, like, Abraham Lincoln do this. Just some fucking... I was going to say Hitler. Okay, yeah. All but right. I guess. Um, he's a Nazi, just so you guys know. I know you can't I see him, but I, he's I, covering I his love, love every, everything that Theo Vaughn says. I feel like no matter what, that would be a hoot. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I could get burn a couple doobies and kick it with Theo. I feel like that would be very warm and welcoming. And mm-hmm. I feel like the... La- I, I don't know. The laughs. Uh, so him... These aren't in order in any type of way. It's just the first one I thought of. Yep. Um, I know I sprung it on you, but... If it was like a... 
like a gonna be I don't know guaranteed success type thing. I'd say no, that. just you get to sit down for With three anybody. hours and interview somebody. That's a hard one. It's difficult. It's difficult, dude. Definitely Theo Vaughn for sure. Um, we can come back to you if we have to. Yeah, let's come back. Let me think about that for a second. Bree, what, Bree, what do you got? Um, I'd interview DB Cooper. Okay, hey. the guy that dumped the drugs off the plane. Yeah, but in this scenario, I know who he is. If you, you pick anybody, yeah. Um, just cause like, how'd you do that? You know? <laughs> yeah, Zach doesn't, but we don't know who the fuck he is. Well, we could, if you could find him. Okay. Side note, Prison Break, there's a show I watched, and there's he was, there was a guy in there that claimed to be D.B. Cooper, it was pretty cool. Anyway, but go ahead. Supposedly they found him, there's a thing on Netflix, but. Yeah. Um. I'm interested. D.B. Cooper. White Boy Rick would be cool. White Boy Rick? White Boy Rick would okay. be cool. Okay. I see you. <laughs> Um, that's all I got for right now. I'd want to interview my grandma. Mm-hmm. Orlando Brown. I feel like would he be like, very influential. Was Orlando Brown? That sounds so familiar. That's so Raven. Can't, I can't pick a face. That's so Raven guy that everybody thinks so tweaker, but he's been pretty right about some shit in Alex Jones. Okay, okay. Alex Jones, Perhaps. huh? Yeah. No shit. Wow. My grandma would mostly be the interview, just like, <clears throat> I don't know, she remembers a lot. I feel yeah. like that would be more for, like, my biography. But I would love to talk to my grandma Mary on the podcast. Shout out my grandma Mary. She's an angel. She's alive, but she's still... She's, like, a living angel. Let's get around, dude. That would be so... For real, you, you organize it. I'll see what times I got around the she time you organize. She lives two hours away. That's fine. But... Dude, make a trip. We'll go fucking interview her for a day. I'm so done. Get her lunch. Take her to lunch. Bro, let's fucking go. Let's, let's do it, dude. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'd like to interview my grandma more, personally. I wish I would have got more time to interview her. Um, and I wish I would have got to interview Bree's dad. I wish we could have made that work out. Definitely. Yeah. I kind of fucking... I don't know. That's just one of those things that just kind of burns. Because uh, there was a couple dates we had set up to interview. And he just wasn't feeling good. Or I just, for whatever reason, didn't push it. Like, i doing it mobile now. I definitely could have went over there and set it up. Even if it wasn't the best audio quality. Like, she'd have that. Or a couple different podcasts to listen, you know, back to. Um, but alive, Saul Hudson. First off, Slash, Guns N' Roses lead guitarist. I love, oh, yeah. I love Slash. And uh, he was an addict, so I'd like to fucking, uh, I'd like to talk to him. Theo, Theo, dude, has been slowly rising, and like somebody I definitely want to meet. And interact with. Yeah, I love the old one. He's, he's just one he's of a kind. Funny. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, I guess I'm not going to solidify Theo, but he'd definitely be like runner up, number <clears throat> three, number four, you know? Um, honestly, dude, and it. I don't know. It's just it's it's another one of those things where it's like rock. God damn it! Now I'm thinking Alice Cooper. Fucker just slipped, just slipped from me. Uh, it's not Alice Cooper. Uh, Marilyn Manson. I'd love to talk to Marilyn Manson. I don't know why Alice Cooper just 
bumped Mar- Marilyn Manson off my fucking tip of my tongue, dude. That was fucking weird. Marilyn Manson would be a really good interview, especially with all the fucking shit he's got going on right now. Yeah. Dude, I would love to talk to Marilyn Manson so much. Howard Very Stern. Mm. That's a good, be a good okay. one. Okay, that's another one. So Howard Stern, up, Theo. I grew up watching Howard Stern uh, against my parents' will, of course. Mm-hmm. But um, there's a lot of stuff that would happen that he would reference to off camera and off uh, off the record. And I'd like to, you know, learn more about that. Yeah. That guy's probably lived through a bunch of stuff that I feel like would be really interesting to know about. Just as all the people he's talked to. Right. Like he, had yeah. like a, he had a murderer on air, bro. He's had un, yeah. un, unpublished, or unpublished episodes, yeah. for example. Yeah, which, I mean, that's all fucking serious. Like, they would have been published if it wasn't for a serious right. thing. Let's not publish this. Why so serious? Why so fucking serious, dude? Ex- after all Exxon. this time has passed, maybe sitting down with him, he'd... Or maybe do like the CIA will fucking get a fucking twenty years later we'll get out. Or maybe he just <laughs> lifted X. the curtain a little bit and you could see behind the fucking veil and they were like, Yeah, people are gonna fucking run away with this, you know. They won't one hundred percent. but Bob Lazar would be my uh third That's a very nice one. Would be my third. Fuck Al's yeah. Cooper or Jesus, did I did it again. Marilyn <laughs> Manson, Bob Lazar, Saul slash Hudson. Ted Nugent. I'd like to talk to Ted Nugent. I feel like we could actually interview Ted Nugent. He lives in Michigan. Probably could, yeah. He's got his own rant. I hear he's a woman beater. Mm. I'd like to ask ask him about that. Is he a woman beater or does she ask for it? I don't know. Does she do the dishes? (laughs) Stop it right now. I'm just just saying, does she vacuum, dude? Like, what? Like... Is she is she fucking paying his bills or does he is he got a call to pay him? Like that's, that's all I'm asking. I highly doubt anybody's paying Ted Nugent's bills. <laughs> that's not what he means. He means is she making a call to get them? Yeah, fuckers paid? Or, or is he you sitting down at the table account. with a stack of fucking paperwork? Like I got to do all this day. I'm sure he's happily married now, but one or a few of his exes have came. Yeah, because they want that Forward money. Probably because they that. like getting beat, dude. You know, oh, I, you oh, I should let you that's finish. Another, well, I mean, you're not wrong, though, because in the rock star business, we'll, put it, we'll put it like that, in the rock star business, mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of kinks out there. Mm-hmm. And these people will be kinky and kinky until, oh, that hurts. And now it's like, well, damn, that sucks. Does it hurt or are you poor now and you want money? Because you've seen Vince McMahon getting sued for shit on Homegirl's face. Let me like, just, you know what? I got Vince my McMahon doing what on whose face? I feel like if you're a male and you have a lot of money yeah. and you're yeah. somewhat of a celebrity, <laughs> Vince McMahon is going through. He, say what they got to say. He to went get against. Money. Allegedly. He, he went against the NDA. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> he went against the NDA. He was, there was an NDA signed and shit by him for $3 million and he had stopped making payments to Homegirl's Snitch, but he allegedly. He made her perform acts of sexuals with another man and him, and he, like, pooped on her face while she was getting back. Is yeah. Vince McMahon is the WWE guy, right? Just so that I have yeah. the face. did he sell yeah. it? Yeah, but yeah, that guy. Like, the 80-year-old. He did, wow. he did actually, like, remove his spot and, like, sell it, but then he uh, came back and was on the board. But I think he just resigned again. I'm not sure. Though. Don't quote Can you imagine? Me. Some shit like that comes out, I... I'd probably resign too. Yeah, well, that's crazy. I'm just saying, like, can you imagine being that doing powerful, what he did, like raising like you're that powerful and shitting on someone's head? Exactly, like, dude. Like R. Kelly. Yeah, I love R. Kelly. Okay, 
I love Dave Chappelle's But I don't love what he did. Her age was mentioned 14 times in the tapes. He was like, you gotta at least give your lawyer something to work with. This is the best 30-year-old pussy. Yeah. He said, but everybody knows that's a lie, because there's no such thing as good 30-year-old pussy. (laughs) I don't know, dude. Let me tell you something. You ever heard about the husband stitch? Stitch or ditch? Stitch. Mm, By... Sure have. You know what it is. <laughs> you have a kid, right? Yeah. That that fucker rips the box a little bit, right? Oh, I have heard about that. Yeah. Husband stitch is that extra stitch. Just bring it back to fucking eighteen again. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it really works like that, though. You, you know what I mean. You push. I don't. I don't. Cause I'm not a human biologist, <laughs> but I, I know what you're saying. I, I feel just, like it only works if they're stitched on the inside. If they're just stitched on the outside, I mean, you had to wait until you push that stitch back. But if you have two open wounds mm-hmm. and you were to put them together, mm-hmm. they will yes. heal together. That's true. That's true. I, that's a fact. That's true. People mm-hmm. will cut their ears. And then force them to the side of their head after making a scalpel incision on the side of their head, and it will heal into their head, and now they look like elves. That's a good point. It's a dude. real thing. That's a good point. Yeah, so, look I mean, at you out here, dude. Just fucking. It's body modification. I'm all up in that. Straight. Deep, I don't do it, but I've worked bunker. in it. Dude, Get I like your body it. modified. Call Panda. No, don't call me. He says, I'm not is your body no modified? I was, I was the receptionist. We just did the paperwork. <laughs> I didn't do none of this shit. The motherfucker says, this is I just watched it happen. <laughs> I've it, seen people get skin grafts, or not skin grafts, uh, scalpels before. <laughs> it's like a design scalpeled into yeah, your like scarification, you know? And that shit's pretty gnarly. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's just like, and the people ask for it and they pay for it. It's crazy. Well, that's like dermals to me, dude. Somebody's literally taking a core sample out of your neck to put a fucking diamond well, stud in it. To dude. me, the difference is a dermal would be like, because I've had dermals in my wrist, and it's like a, a dermal punch, and they twist, mm-hmm. and yeah, it comes out, and they fucking feed an anchor in, and then that, and then it's there, and your skin heals over it. But with that, <clears throat> they're carving an intricate design, like a half sleeve. Yeah. Into your what, arm. That shit is nuts. Absolutely not. It's definitely different. That's when I realized I am a pussy. Yep. Yeah. I am what I eat. Giggity. Oh, hey. <laughs> out, out here if I it was it <laughs> quarter past lunch, dude? Quarter <laughs> <Well, I'm laughs> past lunch. It's about dinner time. <laughs> Hungry as fuck, boy. But yeah, dude, that's that. Ofo, oh. I'm gonna ofo, order ofo, pizza. Ofo, ofo, ofo. I watched. Ofo, ofo, ofo. I watched. Is there a hockey game tonight? No, I haven't. I don't have a notification. There yet. should. Well, there should be. Normally, I get notifications. Let me check. Oh, fuck. We're coming up on the Super Bowl, bro. Yeah, buddy. Next weekend, bro. I thought it was February 2nd. What the fuck happened to that? No, the second Sunday of every February. Oh, see, I am retarded. Kevin Gates, I am full retarded. (laughs) Yeah, you don't go full uh, retarded, ever. Dude, I once had somebody tell me, you you fucked up, you gave her the whole dick, you're only supposed to give her half the dick, and I ain't never heard that in my fucking life. How you only give her half the dick? That's well, all I got. If you're carrying around 19 <laughs> inches, dude, there's only so much you can give her. I'm not. My, my forearm is not even 19 inches. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. Like, there's, 19 inches is there's like a definitely, foot. There's definitely scenarios where, yeah, you only give her half, but if you're working with four, dude. The Are you talking about the Red Wings? Yeah. The next game is on the 10th. Son of a bitch! Why, is there any hockey game today? Oh. There's something to watch. He says, son of bitch. Do you even have cable? <laughs> no. Mother flower. Yeah, How do you watch hockey cable. games? I find a way. 
There's a way. There's ways. I think Paramount streams sports. Hmm. Don't quote me yet. I think Amazon does too, don't they? Yeah, but did you guys hear about fucking cocksuck and Amazon? Like, you know, you gotta pay all that money for the streaming service every year? Tell me. And now? And now? You gotta pay an extra $3? Like, no matter what, if you pay for it already, you get ads now. Unless you pay an extra $3. There's no games tonight. Uh, They're all tomorrow. Avalanche playing tomorrow. That's fucking crazy. It's fucking... Monday, Sunday night, Sunday. Yeah, I thought Sunday, Sunday was sports day. Yeah. Sunday's football. Football, yeah, and baseball too. Monday, right? Monday night hockey. Oh, I think baseball Sunday. A bunch of fuck fucking, baseball. A bunch of basketball games. Whoa, tonight. whoa, dude. Right, Sorry, I went to a Tigers game once, and it was so boring. Staged, <laughs> like <laughs> bro. It was like scripted. Like these guys were like. Football's interacting not. with each other, like the teammates, in a, in a way that like it it's just seemed fake. Sports entertainment you doesn't know? have to be real if you add entertainment. Yeah, dude, it. that's what football is. It's an entertainment league now. Yeah, I don't like do football wrestling. either. Yeah, tomorrow the Islanders. But what the fuck? You can't fake ripping somebody's shirt over their face and beating the shit out of them on the ice. I do <coughs> enjoy the way the boys beat the shit out of each other in <coughs> hockey. Yeah. It's the only sport you can get away. Maybe like, rugby. Oh, there's magnets in the puck. I don't like. But you should get a pair of rollerblades. Okay. We should go play hockey in like Howard City. <clears throat> Dude, I used to fucking pond hockey every winter. I haven't played in like four or five years you still now. Got skates, but... bro. Oh, unfortunately, yeah. nothing's frozen right Dude, now. Dude, I've still got the goals that I made for pond hockey. Bro, I got skates. I'll go play. I got skates and a stick. I'm about it. Dude, I, I don't. Yeah, well, but I've got an extra stick. set of skates. Yeah, you guys probably wear the same size feet. I skate. I do skate. No, you I'm don't. I got True. two sets skate of skates. The wife's got skates. Daughter's got skates. You skates? No. I've never ice skated. Oh, well, the oldest daughter. You've never ice skated? I've never ice skated. She probably would have seen shoes. Hold on, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why? It's cold. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? You wear it's good clothes and it's warm. It's what the fuck cold. is my only excuse? <laughs> I've, never been, I've never been ice skating. Listen, so if, she you really lay doesn't on, want to. if you lay on the ice, it's cold. Bars. But if you're skating, I mean, it's just like running. Yeah, I guess it totally makes sense. I've just never... I'm not from here, y'all. I'm from Texas. See, it doesn't. We don't have ice skating down there. You unless you go to a years. place specifically for ice skating, <laughs> it's not just a thing people do. See, I always start with like a sweatshirt and like a long sleeve or a fucking Under Armour. Then before I know it, I'm down to like my t-shirt. Maybe I'm on my Burt Kreischer, boy. <clears throat> no shirt, just yeah. <laughs> Burt Kreischer. Getting it. I used I, to sweat my ass off in hockey. I used to hate having all that gear on, mm-hmm. bro. It pissed me off. Annoying. Yeah, hockey gloves are some of the stinkiest things you'll ever find, and it's not because it's cold; it's because it's fucking hot. I treat like Air Force Ones, boy. I got two per. Got two purrs. I need two, two purrs. purrs. So cold. <laughs> it is very cold. See me skating in my. <laughs> it's very fun to do, though. I'd be down to go. Yeah, dude, I'm always down to ice skate. I love ice skating. Same. The best. It's literally one of the most freeing things, honestly. I'm surprised you haven't. You need to, because it's like... <clears throat> I'm open to it. I'm open to it. I okay. just okay. haven't. Should make a, make a plan. Yeah? Go do a, a thing. I'm down. Rollerblading, roller skating's cool, but once you skate... Now, hold on. Hockey skates and figure skates, different experience. Yeah. 
figure skates. They got little fucking teeth up front. You can drag toe to stop. They got a longer blade off back of the heel so you're more balanced. That's where I always tell people to start. You get comfortable on skates, moving on ice. Once you get a hockey skates, there's they're rounded. So there's like, one, you can't drag your toe. I mean, you can, but it's different. You yeah. can't just like drop it linear. You kind of got to turn mm-hmm. it sideways. But then the stops, whew, so much better. Skating backwards is actually like, you don't glide backwards like figure skating. You kind of turn around on your skates. And you can skate backwards. It's just harder. Hockey skates, it's just like second nature to skate backwards. It's fucking... But they're also harder to learn originally just because they're so... You know what I mean? Like if your foot's going to go out from under you on a hockey skate, that figure skate, that longer blade will stop it from swooping, if that makes okay. sense. It does. So... I've never figure skated, so I can't test that. It sounds correct, though. Yeah. But yeah, hockey skates are just second nature. I love them so much. Figure skates are nice, but you'll feel like you're on a fucking pedal bike versus a dirt it's like bike. On, it's like being on like a pontoon boat. Yes. Like a speed boat. Yeah, exactly, dude. Something that's made to handle. I mean, that's perfect, <laughs> honestly, dude. Like, you're in a ski boat, dude. You're making tight fucking left, right turns. You know what I mean? You're doing circles. Well, you said the stops, the hockey stops are so... I just feel like that's, like, freeing in itself, just being able to spray all that snow. It's so dope. <sighs> Dude. Shh. Yeah, you're turning ice to snow like that. You're like, fuck this guy. <clears throat> I'm an alchemist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't... Can't make gold yet, but I can make snow. <laughs> Jeezy. It's snowing twice. <laughs> times two, times two. Times two, yeah. Two times. Somebody was telling me that it's a bead of water that you, you glide on. I mean, what the new hockey skates, yeah, because they've got fucking, they're heated blades, dude. So they're literally melting the ice as you're skating. So you're supposed to be able to gain like 25% efficiency, gain like 30% speed. Like, because you're literally melting it. So you're taking all the friction away. You're using the water as its own lubricant to slide on the ice. So, I mean, yeah. But, I mean, there's also like, you get into the fucking weeds, dude. You got different types of ice. It's different when you're skating on 20 below ice. Than like 20 degree ice. Right. That ice is a lot softer than 20 below, so you can't do as much. It's a lot more grabby. You know what I mean? You really got to watch like your lacing. Well, as you know, you can't fucking go out there loose on zero degree ice, but you can't definitely can't do it on 20 degree ice because you grab, you roll an ankle, and you're fucked. T- 20 below ice, dude, you can go out there with fucking loose ass skates. Carving. You know, yeah, there's nothing. It's nothing. Like, it's not as grabby as a lot. You, you slide a lot further, but you stop. Not as fast, but, like, if you're, you know, it's just... If you're going to stop in, let's say, 10 feet on 20-degree ice, 20 below ice, you might stop in 15, 20. So you just got to know it's going to be harder, or you got to bite harder. You got to lean more, which a lot of people get uncomfortable with, putting their shoulder on the ice to stop when it's so fucking cold, but you got to do it. Don't be a bitch. You know? <laughs> or you got to circle the net or whatever it is. You, know? you can't just <laughs> stop in the crease. you got to circle the fucking net. But. I used to love the guy in the Mighty Ducks. But I can't stop. He was Mendoza. Mm. Banger Bull- movie. Bulldoza Mendoza. Bulldoza Mendoza. Yeah. Go through. It's fucking, yeah, it's just bowling ball on the ice, dude. I do, I do love that about hockey. I miss that about 90s hockey, the enforcers. Like, Darren McCarty jumps out Bro, at me. Bob Robert. Boxers on skates. That's all they did. Like, when they were on the ice, you knew somebody was getting slammed or fucked up. You're like, ooh. They put McCarty out. 
You know, somebody tripped Iserman on the last play, and now McCarty's on the ice. Watch this guy, and then before you know, he's got somebody tied up in the corner, just beating the shit out. Of him. It was a it's fucking like, brawl. Yeah. The Avalanche, the Red Wings had, bro. I watched that game live. The bu- me too, dude. As a kid, that was fucking crazy, dude. Fucking crazy, dude. Some of the best moments I have in sports, I ended up watching live, which is crazy because like highlights, Michigan State, Michigan, when they when uh, they fumbled that fucking punt, Michigan fumbled the punt. Michigan State recovers it, fucking turns it into the end zone, like, the end of the game. You know what I mean? Ryan and I were getting ready to go to old Chicago, and, like, we hear fucking the announcers getting all escalated. We're like, oh, shit. So, like, we turn back around, coming up the steps, and we watched that whole fucking thing happen. We're like, oh, my God. Then we went to old Chicago, like, (laughs) and, dude, they were fired up, dude. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. The, The brawls was a good one. Fucking, uh... What's his name from the Pacers when he jumped up in the stands? Ron Artest, boy. Yep. We, we, I saw that happen live with Grandpa. Like, Grandpa was getting ready to go to bed, and uh, we were just watching the game, and he's like, yeah, I think we're going to wrap it up. It's the end of the game. And then that shit fucking happened, and I was like, aren't you glad we stayed up? He was like, that's some of the craziest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> like, fuck, man. Malice at the Palace, man. That shit was fucking intense. That was nuts, dude. I went to a puck. I've been to like every sports game in Detroit. Basically, I've been to like the Detroit Shock, the Detroit Pistons, mm-hmm. Lions, Red Wings. Uh, at the think, Joe before yeah. it was Little Caesars. I played them at Joe. No shit. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, we we had a game there the day of a game, and then we got free tickets to go to the game that night. It was fucking. That's awesome, bro. It was so cool. It was fucking. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, we lost the game. We got obliterated, but it was so much fun. Uh... We had the opportunity, my parents had the opportunity to pay for me to shoot on Chris Osgood during halftime, like one of the periods of the game. No shit. Yeah, they didn't give me the, they didn't pay for it. But you could have slapped a puck at Osgood. No, I could have. I would have scored on his goofy ass too. I know it. I was so cold, boy. But yeah, no, they didn't pay for that, so. What was that Dominic Hoshik? No, remember it was, what, remember it was 100% when he, Osgood. Well, yeah, no, the I'm flopping just, fish. I'm just saying, you remember when he was the goalie? Of course, bro, the flopping fish. That motherfucker would come out to the blue line to stop a puck on a breakaway, dude. It's like, what are you doing? I just watched a video of Patrick Waugh <laughs> passing the fucking uh, center line and getting penalty called. Not penalty, but getting play called. Mm-hmm. Goalies aren't allowed to go that far. Or him and his fucking empty net goal. That was beautiful. It's fucking Waugh. gorgeous. Just throws it up over everybody on the ice. And then it just fucking glides, like, dead center of the net. It's like, dude, you practice that, dude. That's what you do every day for, like, the last half hour of practice. You just shoot those. I would. Ah, dude. I had so much fun in practice, man. I'd love to play sports again. Ice suicides suck. Yeah, fuck yeah. Worse than, like, sneaker suicides, dude. Skates? On skates, dude? You'd think it'd be easier because you can glide. Nah. Mm-mm, you <laughs> push so hard to glide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah. And then if you do glide for like the last quarter to the blue line, dude, you get yelled at. Like, what I are you fucking doing? Why aren't you out there fucking just pacing? It's like, I'm on skates. I can take three strides and glide to the blue line and back. It's like, that's not what we're out here to do. You. Yeah, we're hustling. That's not what we're doing. We're not gliding. Is that how you go through life? Just gliding by? <laughs> it is when I'm on skates, motherfucker. like, yeah, dude. Honestly, I got Heelys, bro. You know what Heelys are. I'm out here fucking class to class, dude. My favorite was that <laughs> I hadn't played from when I was like 11 until I was like 18. I had like got a decent job. I was working, I think I was doing a snowmobile at the Ford Roost plant in uh, 
I bought all my equipment again. My first pickup game was my boy Brandon Proctor. His, his buddy, like, rented the ice, but I sucked. I thought I sucked, but uh, they were coaching me pretty good from the bench, dog. I just didn't know what to do. I was, like, skating and shit. They were like, stick handle! And like, I was oh. got, bro, I scored two goals. I was fucking, I'm good. That's that. That's the weakness of my game. I can skate like a motherfucker, but stick handling, dude. Oh, bro. It's it, dude. It's, it's an acquired skill. Like I was good, not like great. I came right back, but I was fair. I could pass for a while. You know, it's not like physically pass the puck, but I could pass as a stick handler. After a couple of years of not doing, it, I picked up a hockey stick like a couple of weeks ago in the garage, just fucking around with the ball. I'm losing it like every other fucking shift. I'm like Jesus Christ, dude. From like age click, 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 three, whoop. they put me on the ice. And then I played from, like, from 3 to 11. It was nothing. I'd eat, sleep, and drink hockey, bro. Damn. What happened, dude? The doctor said I wasn't going to be taller than (laughs) 6 foot 8. Who gives a fuck, dude? My dad, dude, he said, you're going to make a lot better hunter. We're not going to keep you in the sports. You're not going to grow. You know, he said, you're not going to be a big, you know, most hockey. He said, there's not a hockey player under 6 foot. And at the time, there probably wasn't. You go to Finland, dude. Yeah, they weren't sending me anywhere. Go to fucking I, Canada, bro. But I felt like... Get in a midget A hockey league, <laughs> bro. Dude. I was fucking... I had so much fun with it. That's a blast. That's all. I used to fall asleep with my rollerblades on. Dead ass. Wake up. Just start playing. Even. <laughs> it was a problem. You skate to the kitchen. Grab some fucking... Toast, oh, bro. It was like, a problem. Pop tarts or some shit. Fucking... My Bye, dad. My mom, used Bye to watch, <laughs> my mom used to wash the kitchen floor on her hands and knees. She, no, she wasn't having it. She was not having it. She'd be pissed as fuck. I'd be crawling from the kitchen to the carpet. Yeah, dude, yeah. Good days, man. Scuffing up that linoleum. Yep, yep. Yep, that's yeah, good shit. I was crispy, dog. This shit was dank. The shortest guy in the NHL right now is 5'7". Yeah, I'm 5'4". Five 5'7". Five I believe in you, bro. On skates? I mean, probably not. Okay. <laughs> yeah, on skates, probably 5'9". Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Pushing 6 foot. 5'10". Yeah. That's Ottawa Senators have the shortest guy in the NHL. But I was a force to be reckoned with, dog. I was so quick. If I hit you, bro, you were fucking down. I'd also spot you from, like, you know, the blue line. Well, and if you, can't, if you can't see you coming either, it's always a blind shot. You're not prepared for it. You can't brace. You're you're fucked. You know, I, boom! Bitch! <laughs> gone before you can get me back. You know, we had a lot of gangster-ass games. I remember one game I jumped out the penalty box because there was a brawl. Mm-hmm. What do you think of uh, the dude that just got, uh, I think he was facing manslaughter? For the throat? Yeah, for the throat kick. They said it was intentional, and I don't think it was very intentional. I mean, you look at the thing, and his foot did kick out, but, like, if you're trying to save yourself... Have you seen the two angles, though? There's two angles. No. Like, the broadcast angle, it looks like he's trying to maintain balance. Right. The other angle, dude, you catch the dude looking back. Before he fucking throws it. So he like looks at the guy behind him. Like I mean as you're skating down ice anyway. You want to make sure you're aware of your surroundings. Because you don't want to be coming up on the boards. And then have someone full skating. 100%. You know right. so you're always. But they were by the fucking circles dude. You know what I mean. Like they were nowhere near the boards. They were skating toward the net. Toward the red line. And he fucking looks back. And then throws his fucking foot up. And it's like. That seems intentional. Like, if you know somebody's behind you and you're already engaged in a fucking heavy check at, at range, the dude was like six foot away from him when he reached out to fucking hit him, you already know you're not going to be fucking engaging this player behind you unless you actively make a decision to sprawl out and engage him. And it looked, it, 
the first angle, I was like, that's a balancing act. He's trying to maintain balance. Second angle, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still up in the air about it. But, I mean, if you hit somebody with your car and you don't intend to kill them, you don't intend to hit them. Oh, that's why it's manslaughter. You're still unintentional manslaughter, you know. So, I mean. So, do some years, but that's like Todd Bertuzzi. He did prison time for punching the guy on the back of the head. Yeah, well, he paralyzed that motherfucker, dude. Right. That was another fucking uh, avalanche, right? Avalanche scenario. They were, they've been covering fucking mm-hmm. all sorts of bullshit, dude, for a long time. Yeah, they were our biggest rival. That's what that was the brawl for the wings, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah but yeah, he I fucking hated the avalanche. Fuck your second computer Forsberg. Dude was skating away toward his bench. Motherfucker comes up, punches him at the base of the neck. He's like, like, go team. Yeah, paralyzed, dude. <laughs> paralyzed. You guys ever see that Twenty Eight Days Later movie? Yes. So, did no. you hear that they're coming out with a third one? No. Twenty Eight Years Later. Yeah. And it's going to have the guy from the first one on it. I forgot his name. Sicilian, he, Sicilian something. He didn't die? No. Oh, I watched Interstellar, by the way. How, what did you think of that? Dude, wasn't that shit crazy? Dude, listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking phenomenal. It was a really good movie. First off, Matt Damon. I don't want to hate the guy, but that move made me hate the guy. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> Is it acting or his character? It's the character. character. Oh, fuck that guy. There was a lot of mind fucks, dude, between that first planet they went to that was all water, and apparently that that lady or whoever it was that went down there before was only there for, like, a few hours by the time they got there, and they took, like, what, several years to get there just because they were so close to a fucking black hole. I hope I'm not ruining anything for anybody. Go watch Interstellar. Spoiler alerts. Um, Did you watch Moonfall? No, no. Fuck my movie. Sorry, bro. I'm just kidding. But, uh, yeah, that was pretty crazy. Um, the fact that, like, he came back to see his daughter before, like, on her deathbed, basically. She's surrounded by her family. She says, hey, you know, it took her whole life, but she basically says, hey, you know, I came to grips with what you did for us. Like, I'm surrounded by my family now, just kind of. Go keep doing what you gotta do. You know, don't worry about me anymore. That shit was pretty deep. But then fucking... When he was in like the fifth dimension or the fourth dimension or whatever. And it just cut back to the beginning. Where like those books were falling and he was leaving the fucking messages in the dust. Like... It was just a full circle mindfuck. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. I love everything about that movie. I can... I, Cause what you are can ghosts? ask her. I can sit down and watch it. Yeah. Over and over. Let's do it. Well, what are ghosts? Like, just that made me think about ghosts in a different way. Like, they're not trapped here. Maybe they're fourth dimensional or fifth dimensional, and they're always here, but there's only certain times, depending on how the timeline works or whatever. I heard Bigfoot was interdimensional. I've also heard that Bigfoot was interdimensional. I have, too. I mean, it would explain no bodies, no, you know, nothing like that, but... <clears throat> I mean, what about fucking skinwalkers? What are they? Wendigo. Like, do you believe in skinwalkers, first off? I feel like it's just a spirit. But, they're supposed to transform, you know? 
Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, supposedly, you know, like, when you deal with, like, the men in black, you know, like, they can just walk through your wall. I feel like you don't know what can be seen until you see it, so there's no way to really say. Well, dude, just think about this. Physics. We're sitting on a couch right now. Well, like, this That's 99% <clears throat> empty matter, like, just the way that... What's that fucker's name? Uh, Pete Holmes? He's got a thing, and he's like, nothing makes fucking sense. And he's like, you know, when you knock... He's like, everything's made of molecules. So when you knock these molecules against these molecules, he's like, you know why science says they don't go through each other? They don't know. Yeah. There's yeah. no reason. Like, there's a, there's a 9 out of 10% chance, like, your hand could go through one of those times. Yeah, you're literally 99% empty space right now. You know what I mean? Between the gaps in your atoms and your atoms, you're 99% There's like empty. actual projects on the CIA website of how to walk through walls. There's like patents on it and holograms and like all this crazy shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, I feel like. Remote viewing? You know? Mm-hmm. They just released those a couple years ago, didn't they? Yeah. The remote viewing thing? Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, there's definitely they sent like shapeshifters. They people to the you bottom know? of the ocean to do that shit. And they were like having compelling results. Like, feeding back 70% viable information of shit they saw, like, I can't remember if it was Soviet Russia or where the, where the fuck, they probably did it everywhere, but. That's where the crazy. Uh, teleportation shit was, and they had bodies that were fused oh, to the yep. ship wall. Yeah, yep, the, the Dyatlov Pass. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that's a whole, that's same area, different story, but yeah, same, same, same science experiment, same fucked up government, they're just fucking with people like the Dyatlov Pass thing. Was an, another teleportation uh, experiment, but when people would come back, they weren't human. See, the D-Outlaw like, Pass thing fucking confuses the shit out of me, dude, because there's a couple different ways it could go. It could literally be like what they say is infrasound or whatever, where the way those mountains are fucking oriented, as, as the wind goes through it, it creates low frequency vibrations. Could be. I don't know enough because I'm not an audiologist or whoever the fuck studies that shit. I feel like the odds of that happening natural are that it's just impossible. I no, nothing's impossible because you got to remember if we can teleport. Now, dude, and here's the thing: like we were brought up earlier, maybe Egypt, though the Egyptians and every civilization before us went down a different technological path, and we're just literally stranded ourselves here in this fucking echo chamber. Where we have social media and podcasts, radio. I've heard it was the prison planet. Where they previously had things like teleporting. And they could get away. They could, when they were talking about Sirius being their home planet and getting back, maybe they did it and could do it. That's what I was saying earlier. You know what I mean? Like, maybe that's what our our problem is, is we've kind of dead-ended ourselves. Where we've gone down this path that isn't going to allow us any sort of escape whereas they're bouncing around the fucking solar system the universe because they've got this knowledge these resources that we have here they're using them in a different way to leave instead of depleting you know I was running just, the tank empty i was listening to a rogan podcast and they were talking he had this chick on i think her name was desiree something i want to go listen to her podcast but he said that she was saying, like, all the UFO crashes and stuff that we've gotten, you know, like, she called them gifts. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, like, they're trying to give them to us so that we can advance, you know. And, or leave. Right. And the military's over here hiding them because like, they don't want to fucking get off the oil. Dude, I can't imagine they're only happening here in the United States. 
I can't imagine their only. Well, no, China drop. keeps all their shit 100% private. They don't talk about yeah. anything. They have pyramids out there. And then I just seen this really compelling video the other day about a bunch of these pyramids, like all the pyramids, what they looked like before they were the pyramids, and they just look at these hills, and it was like now, like, are you gonna think differently about every mountain or hill that you see? Like, it's probably a little pyramid inside that bitch. What about the shit going on in the fucking Grand Canyon? They won't let you in there. That's I've been talking about that for years, but that shit pisses me off. That GE Kincaid did a the myth. Sphinx, dude, in the Grand Canyon. Have I you show, seen that structure? I showed. Yeah, I think I sent it to you. It looks like, and then it looks like there's a pyramid right behind it, but you could clearly tell it was nuked and blew up. It, yeah, it looks like some sort of, and it could have been a meteorite or an asteroid. Who knows? Bullshit. The Sphinx's face just blew off because Napoleon didn't want people to know the history. Oh yeah, the the Sphinx that we know of, but I'm talking about like the Grand Canyon Sphinx. You don't think the same thing happened because they don't want us to know the history? Dude, it, it would have Why aren't we allowed to explore it? We're not allowed to explore it. You're not allowed to public explore it. Right, the but Grand think Canyon. about it. Like, if they were going to... Caves and shit down there. If they were going to nuclear blast the Grand Canyon... Well, they didn't have to nuke... I, just, I said nuke. I didn't necessarily mean it. Like, you know what I mean? They could show... They should throw a fucking... Hellfire at it or some shit. Well, the Scud <laughs> missile, the same thing that took out the Pentagon, you know? Right. Shots fired. But I feel like we'd have... Yeah, shots fired. Not, not just the Pentagon, but the wing that did the accounting for the fight. <laughs> anyway, so... You, uh, I feel like there would be some sort of witness, unless they did it at night or some shit, you know what I mean? Which I'm not saying they didn't, and we can't go in there to fucking look at it and be like, hey, you know, what's this little fucking piece of shrapnel from, you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, there's like, uh, there's like a structure that looks like the base of a sphinx, the paws, the chest and everything, and the Grand Canyon that... I mean, it just looks like a 10, 20,000 year old's fucking sphinx. It looks like the pyramid's right behind it. Yeah. Look like at a pyramid right behind it. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. And, like, yeah. the the coincidence is just... I mean, I get erosion and shit, but the the corrosion, or the erosion in the canyon, like that, just seems... Would be seems... a lot fiercer than the erosion that is in Egypt. And they even still say that there's water erosion on the sphinx there. Yeah, because it's over 10,000 years old, which is the last time there was any rain in the Nile Valley. Have you seen the desert lately? You want I used to, you mentioned something earlier about the desert, but like, have you seen like Saudi Arabia's like green right now? The desert lily? Is that what you said? No, not the desert lily. But lately? Lately, yeah. No, I haven't. Desert lately, yeah, my bad. No. Nope. Yeah, supposedly all green right now. Like the desert's not the desert no more. It's got grass and shit everywhere. Is that the same area that had like a river of fish going through the desert? I'm not sure. What? Yeah, you didn't see that? No. There's a video, bro, of a stream. Literally, these guys are watching it come towards them, and it's just like fish flopping over each other with a little bit of water. And eventually, it just kept growing and growing and growing, and now there's a stream in the middle of the desert that's alive with fish. which came out of nowhere. What? I gotta, I I gotta see that. Let me try to find it. That's on the list, dude. That's on the list of shit to research. Like, my wife the other day was showing me a video, and she's like, do you think this is real? Dude, I'm just going to say right now, AI is out of fucking pocket, dude. So scary. Out of pocket. She she showed me a video of, like, ten compilation clips of zombie deer, quote-unquote, finger quotes here. I've seen this video, I think. And she's like, just watch this with me and tell me which ones you think are real or fake. And I'm watching, I'm like, fake. Fake, fake. Okay, that was real. Oh, the second half of that was fake. You know, yada, yada, or vice versa. That was fake. Second half of it's real. And then the only reason I knew that, like, they were fake is because there's, like, little glitches in them. Right? Or shit's moving quick. Oh, hold on. Let me let me look at this fucking... That's literally a river of fish. 
That well, I didn't believe it, it until I saw it. Where would that even... Why? I think it's Saudi Arabia or some shit like that. Where's the source of it? Like, where's... I found it quick, so I don't know. I just clicked on it, but I'm sure I could dig deeper and find out, but... Dude, that is fucking crazy. In the middle of the desert where there's not rivers and, and shit. And, dude, that looks real. That does not look like AI. I don't think AI could fucking do that yet because it's literally doing water flow so you've got like the hydrodynamics in there the fish fucking like i don't think it could choreograph the randomness of those fish flops like that that's mind-blowing dude (laughs) what the fuck wow wow kind of speechless after seeing that that's crazy yeah I, I didn't know what to think of it and i'm like well i guess the new streams and rivers are formed way more often than we would believe so like who's yeah. to say that there wasn't a lake that overflowed and that's where it came I from the desert of pakistan due to floods though there you go so flooding may causing more streams and shit that would make sense and then the dying. water drying up and the fish just being there right. i also kind of wondered if it was like a migratory <laughs> thing you know that might sound dumb but there are fish that can go like shorter distances over land yeah, to like get from mud, puddle to mud puddle skippers or whatever yeah fucking snakeheads those are land uh fish though they, they have like their fins they have like uh feet yeah yeah they're like Mud puppies, yeah. Those things are dope. They're like in the middle of adapting to land mammals. You know what, though? That is interesting about the the evolutionary thing to fucking explore as a fish. Because I like to to bowfish. And there are certain species that I've even kind of held this like close to chest, even though it's probably known amongst bowfishmen. But there's species that you can shoot like carp suckers that for example if you have one body of water that's overflowing into another body that little pinch point where there's like a a river kind of flowing out those carp and shit will fucking they they collect there like a lot of other native fish like let's say crappie walleye they just keep to their native waters they stay in their holes they keep doing what they're doing bluegills sometimes you know, we'll be at these areas, but it's like, it's almost like a different smell of water or something where they just focus there and then they transfer into another body. So it's like some species have that drive to expand their territory, I guess, for lack of a better word. And then other species are just happy where they're at. And what I'm getting at is like a lot of carp or all carp actually are invasive. There's certain species like silver carp, the jumping carp. Have you ever seen those videos? Mm-hmm. Those fuckers are super invasive, and they obviously they do the same thing. They build up a lot of. I mean, there will be schools at like the base of a dam because they're getting you know maybe a different scent of water from upstream or something. Um, and I mean, they just they collect in these areas where they're expanding their fucking population, and then you got other. That's why there's such an issue with native species is. You know, they whether it's their spawning methods or whatever, they, they suffocate native species eggs, but then they also are constantly expanding on their territory. And it's just kind of crazy that you brought that up to just thinking about that. Like, like I was asking Zach Sr. here, I was like, I, I'd like to see the headwaters 
and see what that looks like. Like, what is the source of that water? But I guarantee if you go to the, the original headwaters of that little stream that's starting, it's probably like that the whole way up, and there's probably just a fucking school of whatever those fish are at that headwater just waiting to get into that fucking that new stream for whatever reason. Like, and probably look ran at, out of room. Well, look at all of them that are going to die. You know what I mean? And I, I don't. I would even argue the running out of room thing because, dude, carp will take over a pond. You know, and the, obviously population gets to a point where they can only grow to a certain size, maybe. But even if you only have like two fish in a pond, they're gonna do the same thing. They're gonna come to that little stream running in and be at that headwater. And if they can go up it, they're gonna go up it, whether or not they left eggs in the previous pond to populate it or not. They're gonna keep moving. You know what I mean? So it's like maybe they're not out of space, and that's just what they do. A certain amount of fish got the scent. They're going to expand. But I almost guarantee those are all the same species of fish. I guess is my long-winded way of getting to that. It's like I guarantee that's a species of fish with like an exploratory fucking biology, you know, DNA. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Crazy. That should be wild. Fish. I feel like the evolutionary part, like... Weird fact, narwhals, their horn can, like, tell, like, the temperature and, like, different chemicals and I'm not a scientist, but of the water. So that's how they migrate is through their horn. Like, that's how. Holy shit. Isn't it a tooth, too? Um, I'm not sure. I know that it's, like, super nervy. It's really sensitive um, because it's got, it's like their compass. Holy shit. Yeah, I didn't know that. Did you know that hippos... Well, first off, let me ask you this. Do you know what hippos' closest relative is? I don't. Nope. Rhino. Good guess. Bree? Elephants? Whale. Okay. Whales and dolphins are their closest relative. Okay, I'm fucking crazy, dude. I want to bring this up. Did you know how cats have slitted eyes? Yeah. How's cats do? You notice that, like, lions, jaguars, cheetahs, mm. leopards, mm-hmm. they all have rounded eyes like us. Mm-hmm. The, only, the only animal that shares a cat's eyes characteristics are snakes. Snakes, yeah. You ever seen a goat's eyes? No. So creepy. Instead of, like, a vertical slit, it's like a sideways slit. It's a peanut. Yeah, it looks like a pe- Perfect, dude. It looks like a peanut pupil on its side. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude. What the fuck? Yeah. Crazy. Well, we j- actually just crossed three hours. I didn't even realize. Hell yeah, yo. Yeah. Well, anybody got anything they want to uh, get off their chest? I'm good. Want to talk? Any I'm questions? Hungry. Cannabis, Bree? Any questions related to me not smoking or anything like oh, that? Oh, yeah. Let's, we never got into that. Why did you stop smoking? Like, what's... Well, I mean... He allergic. Yeah, lots of tears. Kids, for one. Uh, when I was high, at, well, <clears throat> I had quit smoking originally because, like, I could not be around it. Like, even growing it, just having a fucking plant in bud, a plant in veg, a jar of fucking buds. Like, you'd crack the jar and my face would start sweating. Like, bad. It got uncomfortable. Um, so I, I cut back a lot. Just to kind of mitigate that, <laughs> because it smoking a joint, I got really phlegmy and sweaty, so it wasn't comfortable. Yeah. Um, 
the comfort, the discomfort didn't really outweigh the benefits I was getting. Um, and then after a while, starting back up, I noticed it was the same thing. Like certain strains, especially my face would start getting hot. Not as much as before when I was smoking constantly. But then just having the kids, um, I, I started to feel like, well, I started to notice too, like, you know, we put the kids to bed, I might smoke a joint or whatever. And then I'd notice, like, I'd be worrying about them waking up. Like, am I going to be able to take care of, or, you know, am I going to be able to, or like, we were pretty good about it too, where if I smoked, Bree didn't, or vice versa. And there would be times where, like, I would take a couple hits, rip the pipe, water pipe, whatever. And then one of the kids would need something. You know, they'd want either whether it was food, diaper change, juice, fucking milk, you name it. Uh, just to play, even. And I, I caught myself getting distracted. Like, for example, if I was going to make a bottle, I'd catch myself getting distracted with, like, in the middle of making the bottle, you know, I'd put it in the microwave or whatever, and then I'd be doing something else. And then two minutes later, Brie would be like, where's that bottle? And I'd be like, oh, fuck, you know. What bottle? And I'd be folding towels or some shit in the bathroom, <laughs> yes, you know what I mean? Just, else. So I, I just feel like it was taken away from them as far as, like, my ability to care for them, but also, like, what they need. I don't want to not be able to uh, wholeheadedly think about what they need, and I don't want to... F- feel fear of like i don't want them to wake up right now because you know for whatever reason i might not be able to take care of them so that was honestly the ultimate factor time too, just taking time out to smoke was a big one you know you get away from the kids the reason i quit is because of that but i originally quit because of an allergy okay and i don't understand where the fuck that came from i thought maybe it's because i was when i was growing i was smoking like a quarter a day which doesn't make sense to me because it feels like after a certain point, your body shouldn't build an allergy. It should just be used to it. So maybe it's just the universe telling me like, hey, dude, don't, you know. And I know Zach was around a couple times where like after I quit, Bree would open a jar, close it, and then it'd be like 10 seconds and it'd hit my face. His nose would have fucking sweat droplets all over it. And I wouldn't even smell it. Just her opening the jar and closing it without me smelling the dank was like, did somebody open a fucking jar in this house? And she'd be like, yeah, I just fucking ground up a joint like 10 minutes ago. You know, I'd be upstairs or something. And it just took that long to waft upstairs. Couldn't smell it. But like, I'd just start sweating and be like, who the fuck is in the weed cabinet? Even up north, we'd be out in the woods. Like, you'd open a jar and his nose would be sweating. I'd be across from smoking a joint as long as it'd be sweating. Yeah, we did that fucking for that squirrel tourney. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, you know, I like that Mac. I was like, I fucking love it too, but it, for whatever reason, it just makes my face sweat. He was like, what? What are you talking you. about? <laughs> I was like, dude, you'll see. I almost fell back it was cold. No, dude, I... Well, that's the thing is like, I don't, I don't understand it. I've looked into it. Some people say hyperhidrosis, but I don't think that's it because like, Smoking it is one thing. I can see hyperhidrosis. You get sweaty pits, whatever, sweaty neck. But being around a plant in veg, I'm not getting any fucking THC out of it. Obviously, it's not, you know, decarb or whatever. So even a plant that's, like, in bloom, 
I agree with you, you man. Know? I think it's kind of like a universe thing. Yeah. I, I respect like that, though. I feel like even, like, Snoop Dogg. So Snoop Dogg did an interview a while ago talking about he coaches, like, a little league team or something mm-hmm. every year. Um, and he used to, when he started doing it, he would smoke like he usually would. And then the kids started commenting on it like you smell like my stepdad and yeah he was like so i don't smoke weed for like four months out of the year and if you can't go four months out of the year without smoking like that's <laughs> i feel like that's a problem it's one of those self-control be, things yeah. yeah like zach was talking about what is it? accountability and self-discipline oh yeah bring that up what do you what do you want to hit on hit on that just the way people are nowadays like with anything I mean, I had specifics written down, but, I mean, nobody wants to take accountability for the shit. And, uh, everybody wants to play victim. And I'm over it. Okay. I don't have the privilege of playing victim ever. And when I, when shit goes wrong in my life, I have to fucking account for it and fix it myself. You know what I mean? And you got people out here that are spoon-fed life, talking down to people like myself that had to struggle for what we have. And uh, I feel like that falls under accountability. Like, well, be thankful for what you got. Don't look down on anybody else for not having what you got. Especially for something that, like, for example, you're fucking somebody and now you're benefiting off of what they got. And now you're looking down on somebody else and talking about that, talking to them about how they don't work hard enough to get to where you're at. And all you're doing is sucking dick. Exactly. Yeah, it's who you know, not who you blow. Exactly. Or who you blow not who you know. And but I, so I do I, I do want to... Let's philosophize on that for a second. Because I feel like... And I'm not trying to argue with you. Okay, because accountability is huge. So is discipline. But I feel like to an extent... Like, let, let's take an example of somebody who's been like a trust fund baby, right? They're spoon-fed. They get handed this fucking company. I feel like a lot of that isn't uh, accountability, and it's not discipline. What it is is realism, the connectivity. Like, their experience of this world is way different than yours. So they can't make the connection of your struggle, your daily fucking grind, the things that you have to sacrifice or choose between. So then don't speak on it. But, But that's what I'm getting at, is because they don't understand that, I mean, that's like the LGBTQ or aliens or anything, dude. If you don't understand it, you need to speak on it. Like, you need to try and understand it. But I think that's what the issue is, is they're coming to you from a place of knowledge, saying it's not that bad, it's not that difficult, instead of trying to understand your struggle. I I think that's the difference. I think in order to learn, you don't need to be speaking. To an extent. There is nothing you're going to say. Other than asking a question that's going to benefit the learning process. Yeah, but how do you ask a question without speaking? That's what I'm saying. Well, no, I I agree with you. I'm not saying you don't speak. But what I'm saying is, like, ask a question in order to further your education instead of saying this is how it is and you're not doing what it's like, what it needs to be to get here. Or however the case may be. Perspective, man. Like, if if you don't understand somebody's perspective, you got to ask. You know what I mean? And by all means, ask. But my thing is, is, like, I'm not ever asked. I'm told on what I, what I'm not doing right in life, and I feel like it's and that's the difference. The difference, right? Yeah, instead and far of, more often we're told and not asked, right? You know what I mean, so instead of speaking from a place of knowledge where you have none, right? You know, 
ask, assess, and then decide whether or not you're going to give any input or not. No, I'm, I'm with you on that. Well, that's, I guess that's what I was pushing back on. Is like, to an extent, I feel like you have to, there's got to be conversation. Absolutely. Like, it, like if, if, for example, if I'm a trust fund baby or whatever, I got handed to this company, you name it, right? I don't have to work. I've got a fucking pool. I've got three houses. I don't have to worry about any sort of my budget, right? And then I see you, let's say, from my perspective, complaining about the price of food. I say, well, dude, listen, if you know food's going up in price, why don't you get a better job? Why don't you learn to code? Easier said than done, Coxswain. Well, but that's what I'm getting at. It's like, from my perspective, I may have these questions, but until I sit down with X amount of people that have given me the general perspective yeah, of the majority this of the majority of the population struggling right now. There's people that have it worse than us in this country and the world. Right. And I'm sure if we went to like some place in Africa or you name another place that's having like some of the lowest, you know, overall income, the most poverty stricken areas, we're not gonna be able to understand like what it actually is to grind. You right. know what I mean? But I'm not like, over here saying, hey, little kid in Africa, you need to start a cobalt mine. Right. You need to fucking sh- that, ship that yourself across. That, to me, across. is what's happening but up here instead of down yeah. here, you know? Yeah, no, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. But That's, then also, you got to remember, too, like, if if I'm that trust fund baby and I'm trying to tell you what I think it is or what, from my perspective, you just need to do this or you just need to do that. That's my experience in life, dude. I, I'm not speaking to you from experience other than my own, right? Right. Like, you know, in order to get there, this is what you can do. Right. Right. So I'm with you on don't speak on it from a place of knowledge. Right. But I, I do wish that people would come at you with more uh, un- attempt to understand. Like, even it doesn't matter the company, dude. You name a company, there's. They're always trying to maximize profits, right? So they're trying to pay you as little as possible to maintain recruitment and retention, right? If this wage is going to get people in the door but not keep them, I need to raise my wage. That'll get more people in the door. That'll give me more ability to sift through the people and choose the people I want to retain. But there's that balance, you know what I mean? And if you're not paying people to come in the door, you don't have anybody that you can decide whether or not to keep. But if you're paying people so much they're trying to knock the door down, you can sift through the people that you're going to keep. You can pick the best quality people. You can say, look, dude, you missed one day this year. I got 75 people that are wanting to take your job. I'm going to find one person that's not going to miss one fucking day. You know what I mean? I'm sorry, but we're paying you $93 an hour. I can't afford for you not to fucking be here for one day because that day of work that you miss has cost me X amount of money. Whatever it is, you know what I mean? But when you're hiring people for $12 an hour... You can't expect them to do fucking $100 quality, $100 an hour quality work. You know what I mean? And that's the disparity. Like, nobody comes to you, like you were saying earlier. Nobody comes to you and says, hey, dude, so how would you feel about missing a week of work? You know, would you like a week off? Like, how would you feel about it? Like, I'm not just going to tell you you have a week off. I'm going to interrogate you a little bit, see how you feel about it. And then, you know, I'll throw together a plan to keep you in here so I can maintain my retention. Because down the line, we already hired you in another area. Right. Why would I not just cross train you? It'll make you happy. I might take a little bit of a loss, but the loss I'm going to take over you being here is not the loss I'm going to take over you not being here. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm with you there. What do you think, Zach? I agree. Bree? I agree. Okay, cool. (laughs) 
But yeah, discipline, dude, I, I think is a little more like you, you're doing something you know you don't want to do. Every day. Like Bree, she's, you know, working on this new business. There's going to be days you get up and you're like, this is fucking stupid. Like I've heard 43 no's last week. I've tried to do this here. Can't. I've tried to do that there. Can't. The CRA is telling me I can't do these because of that or I can't do this because of these. And there's going to be days you just don't want to fucking do it. You're going to come home and be like, I would just like to get on the fucking console, play the video games, whatever. But you know what you need to do. And the need to do is not even turn that fucker on for two weeks. The need to do is you fire up your laptop, you keep sending emails, you try and find new avenues of contact, whatever it is. But that's just more work. Getting up an hour before work, working out, whatever the fuck it is. Not eating fucking fried chicken and instead, you know, maybe grilled chicken. You're like, I don't like it as much. It doesn't taste the same. You know, a grilled chicken I like to put on bread. I know I can't eat bread because I'm trying to do this diet. Otherwise, I might as well eat grilled chicken. Whatever it is, the discipline in knowing that you can't or shouldn't be doing what you are doing to get to where you want to get. And doing it every fucking day. Getting up and saying, I hate this, but I'm eventually going to be glad I did it. I'm eventually going to love it. Yeah, I got to find a way to love it. for a while in order to get comfortable. I keep the vision. But even then, are you comfortable? Bro, I've never been comfortable in my like life. If, let, let's do an experiment here. If you get in a cold plunge for three minutes every fucking day like Rogan or whoever, are you comfortable ever after doing that for 50 fucking years? Do you think you're going to be comfortable in your 50th year? That 50-year anniversary rolls around, you're like, this is my 50-year straight fucking cold plunge. You get in, and all of a sudden, it's just like you're in a hot tub, bliss. Fucking birds are singing. No, it's but never going to be like, like that. After, like, you know what happens after is what makes you do that. Maybe. After effects. Maybe. But also, you start to reason with yourself. You say, eh, if I miss this cold plunge, is it really going to affect the last 49 years of fucking cold plunging I've done? Maybe I should fucking just, you know, celebrate this one. I'll just do the sauna, or I'll just do a couple extra push-ups. It's every fucking day. That's where day. discipline comes in. Right. Just knowing that you need to do what you don't want to do, because it's never going to be comfortable. Having to fucking answer emails at 1 o'clock in the morning, having to tell people no because they're coming to you with, let's say you, you do make it to a point where you're like financially set for life, and people are coming to you asking for advice, or they're coming to you, and you gotta you got to filter out whether or not they're coming to you for your money. They're coming to you to ask for business advice or to, to invest in their thing. You're going to be telling more people no than you probably ever have. <coughs> and that's not going to be comfortable. Blocking people, not answering calls, that's not going to be comfortable. Cutting people out of your life isn't going to be comfortable. But the fact that you know you can go to Jamaica for two weeks, that's comfortable. But is that worth the fucking cutting people out of your life or answering the emails at 1 o'clock in the morning? That's for you to ask. If no. it is... <laughs> he can't even smoke pot in Jamaica. Well, I'm just saying, if it is, the discipline is fucking do it. You know what I mean? You got to do it. If it's if the answer is no, then <coughs> you're not going to get to that point where you're going to be doing that uncomfortable thing every day for the rest of your life. I mean, there, dude. Even if you win the lottery, how comfortable can it be? Eventually, you're not working. Do you feel a sense of purpose? You're taking vacations every other week. You don't even have a home anymore. I wouldn't know. I've never had the luxury. But I'm just saying, thought experiment. Would it be comfortable? You know what I mean? I bet I can make it pretty comfortable. <laughs> you start talking to people in other countries, other states. 
you can't tell him you won the lottery. Well, hey, what do you do for a living? Oh, you know, I just travel. Well, what do you do for income? <clears throat> well, you know, I just, <clears throat> I mean, I, you know, I just, I have a. I, uh, we do Whistle Pig podcast. Right. I've got a lump sum of cash from a fucking podcast. I do. Okay. But like, uh, you now know. you're asking too many questions. I don't want to be your friend. Right, you're your weird. But, well, that's what I'm getting, <laughs> but that's what I'm getting at. Is, so I do you not. Well, well, that's what I'm just saying is, do you not have any friends then at that point? Like, no, you I go to this friends. badass place in the fucking Bahamas, and you're like, yeah, you know, I'm not going to talk to anybody. I'm not going to befriend anybody. So if I said, if I came to you and I was like, oh, bro, we're all heading Vegas this week. It's on me. Don't ask questions. What are you going to do? Well, but I know you. Right. But I'm saying if I bump into you on a beach somewhere, we're cool, or at a bar. Oh, I ain't telling you beach. shit. You're a stranger. That's, that's, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I, it is what it is, but like. Unless you're a billionaire and you're going to tell me how you're selling crap. Drake made a whole heat. song called No New Friends. But that's exactly what I'm saying is like, is that comfortable to you? Yeah. yeah. To not only. To, I hate people, to, bro. But listen, right now you have a friend group. Is this the only friend group you want to keep till you're dead? Or would you like to maybe make new friends down the line? And then are you going to be able to decide whether or not they're just trying to get to you for your money? Whether or not they're just trying to get you to collab with their business for your money? So what you're saying is trying to get new friends is going to affect. You're, it's, you know what I'm saying? Just you know about your friend group right now. You already know. Just interaction in general. Like I'm, I, I make new friends. You know what I mean? Same. Well, there's a new, right. So, but you if I win the lottery, just acquaintances and friends. Right. There's difference. But if I win the lottery, am I only gonna keep the friend group I have now because I know that they're with me for me, or am I gonna eventually bump into somebody and be like, yeah, "This is a cool fucking guy. I'd like to hang out," and then get fished for fucking ten years? You know what I mean? I mean, just don't give them money. I feel it's like a risk. But that's the comfort. That's what I'm saying. It's like you're going to be dealing with that with success or not. There's always going to be discomfort. Dude, again, we're in a fuck we're, we're in the United States. Living on a super volcano. Like this might be the best civilization ever in our time, right? But at any moment, gone. That's the risk. Like you can't have greatness without yin and yang dude yeah. like you don't know yeah, good without bad yeah i think it's i think it is about the risk versus reward thing because like i think i am one of those that do think i money can buy happiness for sure i'd be much more comfortable if i was making several hundred thousand dollars more a year my, yeah. yeah my yeah. only issues in life is the struggle yeah. to be able to afford my life Right, but if if I had a million dollars a year, I I don't know that I would necessarily be fulfilled, and I think there's a difference between being happy and feeling fulfilled. I would. What would make me happier would be financially stress free. I agree. Like if I know I don't have to worry about paying rent next month or my house payment, and I know my utilities are paid, I'm not asking for a fucking maid or a mansion. I mean, if I hit the lottery, like everybody says, like, I wouldn't say shit. There'd be signs. I'd have a new vehicle that wouldn't, yeah. I, I mean, it's not, it wouldn't be nothing crazy. It probably wouldn't even look like your Jeep, bro. To be honest with you, I'd probably just get a regular Jeep Cherokee or some stupid shit, right? And then My I'd, wife's Jeep. Buy a nice, sorry, <laughs> buy a nice house, <laughs> decent house, and then I would, people would ask me where the money come from. And I'd tell them, oh, I hit the lotto for 50K and I just fucking Crypto. got myself straight, even though I'm sitting on two mil. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's ways around it, but my thing is, is, like, people close would know, but everybody else could get fucked. But even happiness, like, in general, dude, like, the like, let's take it to the other extreme. It's all perspective. The yeah. monks, the monks that live with nothing, dude, and they I assure you, are happy. They call it enlightenment, but what the fuck is it, dude? Like, is it... Oh, it's, 
It's never having post-cum clarity. Being happy? <laughs> Apparently, because they don't ever do that. They don't ever, that's like their thing. They don't sexualize nothing. They don't interact with themselves sexually. They don't, they... Allegedly. Um, allegedly, right. Well, to the public. They don't um, indulge in their uh, Fuck senses. Right, right, right. But is that just another distraction, dude? Like, if, if you're, let's say you're a billionaire and you're just trying to fucking slay dimes all over the world, right? You're fucking models from Argentina and wherever. Like, does that make you happy? I mean, it might make you happier, but that's still a stress you're taking on in your life. Whereas, like, a monk, like you said, they're not indulging in any of that. So they don't even think about it. They're not stressed about any of that. They're not worried about whether this bitch is or isn't trying to get in for the money. What this fucking, you know, they're not worried about any of that. They're just truly enlightened. They just focus on, like, breathing right like the simple things like life the basic sustenance of life that's fresh air food water you know what i mean that's why i'm a shaman and not a monk i like it bars that's why i'm a shaman i will guide you <laughs> god damn right i'll show you the way show you the way <clears throat> well uh Bri, go ahead and plug one more time your uh mm, smoke circle events co.com Tickets okay. on sale for the pose and pamper. Okay. Okay. Just want to shout out Eden. That's it. Gang gang. Thanks for having me on. What's your uh, socials you want to post? Oh, shit. Same as normal? Yeah, my TikTok's high 420 days, all one word. Um, 420 days. Gang. Z or S? S. Can't remember. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> Pretty sure it's S. High and, 420 days. And then my Instagram's 99313. KN. I-G- yeah, K-N-I-G-H-T, twice, 313, no spaces. Might be an underscore, no fuck. Hell yeah. Senior? Not trying to put Don't that, look for me. Not trying to put that OnlyFans <laughs> up yet? No. <laughs> I was just telling her, no, my Instagram Zach underscore night 313. I was just telling her the other day we could do like a naked brother working out thing on Instagram. There's like a father and son that work out. You said OnlyFans. On Instagram, on OnlyFans. I'm not. What? Yeah. They make like 50K Christ. a month, bro. Oh, I believe it. We could I do it, dog. I'd fucking do some curls for 50k a month. Would you let them curl naked on OnlyFans for 50k a month? You know, I'm not sure. I would I podcast and do $50,000 split between the two of you? 25k a month, Bree. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Listen, I would do... We cr- could discuss it, for I, sure. I would do crotch cam podcast, <laughs> dude. Crotch cam podcast. For real, you got a little GoPro. Just I'd do it for 5k a month. 500 a week, shit. Yeah, for real. I'd almost do it for free, honestly. <laughs> Get my name out there, dude. <laughs> but no, for real. Uh, I need my plasma. I don't need my semen. That's not true. Mm. You don't need either one. Mm. Your body makes both. Yeah. Yeah, if I get into a fight and get like cut... A day after getting my plasma taken out, I'm going to bleed more than if I jerk off right before I got First of fight. all, you don't live that yeah. life. You're not, not fighting people outside the fucking bio life. Like, what? You screw up, bro. You never know what happened. You ain't about I just got poked by a needle. Straight bullet, huh? <laughs> That's true. I just got stabbed, and I'm walking already. That's Bars. true. <laughs> I'm back on my feet. You can't knock me down. I get back up. You don't know. Nope. <laughs> they call me the Weeble Wobble. Time, so she had to get me a second time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what they call you in high school? Weeble Wobble. Sound fall down. <laughs>
Because I fucked her silly to be like, because I made that bitch weeble wobble. You know what I'm saying? All right, guys. Well, I, I appreciate the hell out of this. Thanks for sitting in, Bree. Yes, thank you for having me. Not a problem. And uh, next time we'll have to make sure Senior has his notebook. Definitely. Yeah. Giggy the gang gang and in then, a bit. Uh, I'll write down more stuff. Too. Yeah. Well, maybe we can also come up with uh, some topics to bring up on the next one. We need a dry, a dry erase board. We do. I mean, a notebook. Not too bad either, but we could each do our own notebooks. I think we'd have to be together to do dry erase board. Or you're saying, like, while we get here, we collab, put it yeah. on a... That's not a bad idea. I'll look into that. Yeah. Should there's something that's sizable that's mobile. Definitely. Or maybe we can all just like make a fucking like PowerPoint. Google Drive. There you go. Something like that. We just pitch in on. But alright guys. I gang, love gang. you all. Love you too. Gang. Gang. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Whistlepig. If you would like to support this podcast, please like and subscribe, rate and review, and follow on social media at Whistlepig Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. You can email questions or comments to whistlepigpodcast at gmx.com. That's G as in girl, M as in man, X as in xray.com. And until you hear from me again, get outside, take a kid with you, and stay free.